7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, it's the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hopefully we all have electricity with the crazy winds that are whipping around. Yes, we do, but we have a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Yes, yes. And, and uh, muddy dogs. Muddy, muddy dogs. dogs. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, speaking of rain, rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., uh, joining us uh, in the Beltway Bureau. Welcome. Hello. I didn't know it was windy up there. Yeah, we we're, we got some severe windstorms going on. Cat uh, says, happy dodging tornadoes day. Um, oh, so yay. So you know, if, if uh, I, I'm I'm pretty optimistic that we'll make it through all three hours of the program, but you know, knock on wood, um, you never know. You never know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count on Mother Nature uh, being on my side every time. Why would I? <laughs> we had we had weather like that a few weeks ago. So yeah. hang in there, everybody. North of me, keep it up there, everybody. North of me. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, and uh, I hope everybody had a nice Easter. I just had some leftover lasagna that I made for Easter, which was very good. And by the way, even though it well, there was a little pushback on it, got many compliments uh, uh, on Monday or Sunday, rather. Um, and uh, I have to tell you guys this story. This is really fun. Um, I wish I had a copy of the note with me, but I don't. Um, we typically Susan and I will take a bunch of plastic Easter eggs and put coins and dollar bills and stuff like that in them for uh uh my two nephews jacob and noah her sister's kids and this year she said it the the yard's all muddy and there's dog shit everywhere <laughs> you know uh the, you can't hide eggs in the yard this year and i was like you know and, and you can't hide them inside the house because our one dog will eat anything it sees on the floor and so i'm like all right i have a solution for this so what I did is I, um, uh, I like to call this Timby saves Easter. <laughs> um, so basically what I did is I wrote a note and it's a, it said something I'll paraphrase dear Jacob and Noah, boy, has it rained a lot lately? What's a bunny to do? Um, you know, I, I'm sorry that I wasn't able to hide eggs around your yard, but I hope you, that, you know, you enjoy these eggs that I left in this basket for you. And, you know, uh, if I had muddy paws, it would just slow me down this Easter. And, and, and then something like, I hope you will, you know, in the bunny tradition, uh, toss a coin to see who gets to pick what egg, <laughs> who gets the first egg and, and then take turns from there and, uh, whatever, happy Easter, uh, you know, tea Easter bunny. And then we put Timby's 
paw on an ink pad and <laughs> stamp the bottom of the of the note. <laughs> and don't worry, it was it was non toxic ink. Everyone, just so you know. But we can only find red, so it was like a but- bloody little paw print. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So so that's how Uncle Ken saved Easter with help of Timby. Good job, boy. All so, right. He's had a little sense of pride uh, since then. I, I've noticed. You know, I know he doesn't understand, but I like to think he does. <laughs> you sort so. of saved Easter the way Trump destroyed Easter. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. Sort of like, like opposite ends there of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and the, good setup, good setup there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, actually, we do. And oh, before before I go on, uh, uh, before we go on to Trump ruining Easter, I, I want to say somebody who's going to make this show even better tonight. In the next hour, we're going to have our good friend Jeff Farius, li- liberal radio talk show legend, back from the Nova M days, uh, broadcasting out of Arizona. Uh, if anybody remembers when uh, that Nova M was a disaster, but Jeff Farius was a great broadcaster. He he had an excellent show. He's got has a great voice. He's a really talented uh, musician. He's an upright bass player and a singer. Um, and there's it, it, we're gonna have him on to talk about stuff like we always talk about. But I told him I said you know hey if you have some MP3s of some songs of your bands that you you want to send we you know we only have like two or three of your songs that we've been playing for years on the show if you want to send me some new stuff we'll gladly play it as long as we have your artist permission on it and everything and he was like send me your mailing address or just send me your mailing address he has a very deep voice and he sent me three CDs and we also bonded over the fact that uh, we both have rooms full of cds he's a cd collector too and he sent me a picture of his room where he has wall-to-wall cds uh much as i do in uh, studio sb so uh that that was a pretty cool little thing to find out another cd collector albeit i doubt there's much heavy metal in his collection he leans towards the uh uh the cool kind of um you know the kind of kind of throwback cool country stuff you know uh, not not the you know, not the Brooks and Dunn or whatever kind of crap that I don't like stuff, but you know, cool stuff. Old the only school. name you could pull out was Brooks and Dunn. Am I right, Ken? I don't know anything about New Country. I just hear it and I know I don't like it. <laughs> you I'm sorry, know? I'm sorry, Ken. I'm sorry. It's like Brooks it, and Dunn. That was like the '90s. Well, I, I my cutoff for country is the '80s. It's like you know, uh, I, I'm like a, okay with Kenny Rogers and Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton from the '80s or Waylon Jennings, all that stuff. I'm fine with. But you know, once it, you know, I even kind of like that that poppy, you know, almost discoy country in the, in the '70s and '80s. You know, that terrible weird stuff because um, it's almost like novelty Sorry, music now. Had to tease. Huh? Oh no, it's okay. I'm really trying to think of Rascal Flats. I don't know any yeah, of that stuff. I don't Rascal like. Flats is like the 2010s. That's well, very current country. Okay, very so good, very good. But I, I like stuff like Nico Case and uh, who's who's you know kind of the alt country kind of stuff. I hate using the term alt now that the alt right has ruined it. Mm. Um, but, but, you know, I, I like that kind of stuff, but yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, Jeff, uh, Farius is going to be here with us. Um, um, and, uh, we'll get his take on Easter or Trump or whatever. And okay. 
now this is this is a weird thing that I'm actually trying to do regarding Trump, and I, I, I it's a it's a crazy challenge. All right, it's an absolute crazy challenge. I'm going to try my damnedest to not look at him for more than a split second for a year. Like if I see his picture come up or his face in a video, starting when starting mm-hmm. today. Starting today. So basically what I'm going to do, because and the reason why I want to do this is because I want to see, I want want the memory of what he looks like now. And then I want to look at him in a year. And, you know, I know it's like nigh impossible, but if I just like see him, I'm just going to like turn away or, or, you know, scroll up so I don't see his face or something. I know it sounds stupid, but I'm seriously going to try this. And then I want to see how badly he ages over the course of the next year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah everybody's like i okay. don't think so <laughs> no, 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 no. Really right. goals squad goals squad goals yeah so i'm gonna well, you can uh <laughs> you could just listen to sound yeah that's what i'm tv that's what yeah that's what i'm gonna do so you know when i record a video for him i'll just you know make audacity really big in front of me and then immediately close the tab to where i was recording the audio from you know sure yeah. So, you know, yeah. it, try or, or, you know, like I did today, the Easter video, I, I, I kind of wish I hadn't because I, I wanted to see the Easter bunny next to him, but I scrolled up so I could just see like from his tie down. It's a weird thing, but I just want to see yeah. it's, it's kind of an experiment. If I, if I can look at him as little as possible with the memory I have of what he looks like now and then see what he looks like in a year, probably right. not can much I different something in the chat room so you can look at him one last time. <laughs> sure <laughs> okay because because if anybody hasn't seen it there is a picture of obama's tan easter suit next to trump's easter suit oh my Uh-oh. and god damn it god damn it god what? damn it god damn it all right i'm gonna put the i'm gonna put all the right. link to the tweet right now into the chat all right, you do that, and uh, let's and go ahead. This can be your last time that you have to look at him. Okay, this is my big farewell. This is my big farewell. It, again, it is is weird, and it's probably kind of stupid. Uh, but I'm there gonna. There it is. It's from I'm, the Ricky Davila. Okay. Take a look. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this give this a shot. Uh, so uh, okay. Well, now actually, see, I just scrolled up, so I see the suits from the neck down, and oh. Well, you need to see him from the waist down. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does he have culottes on? Those what they call culottes? There's some Those bunching. Those are not culottes. There's Those some culottes. bunching. Those no, are they're long. not culottes. I had culottes in the 70s. Those are not culottes. No, those, those are, are uncoolottes. Un- un- <laughs> <laughs> those are hobo pants. Yeah, that's, that's, those are hobo pants. I would agree. All right, there you go. There's oh, my boy. farewell. See you, Trump. See you next year. Um, so I know this is like impossible and weird, but I'm totally going to try and do this. Just look at if I see him, I'm going to, I'll just like kind of blur my eyes real quick until I can like, you know, man- maneuver and get his face off the screen. Um, yeah, I'll tell you so. why it's not going to work though, because it, it's like when you're driving and there's a wreck and you don't want to look, but you sort of peek across the side. I have pretty good willpower. All right. Sometimes. I can okay. do that. I can do that. I've so, done. Well, imagine those pants, those culottes he has on. He has culottes with a belt. They're culottes with a belt. Un- they're unculottes. No, unculottes. I, I am a female. Those are not culottes. And There's, I got to tell you, 
the jacket is not a jacket. It's one of those blankets with sleeves. Did he, did he, he sleep in? Backwards. Oh, he's got a Snuggie on. Um, he's got a Snuggie, but he has it on backwards. The presidential Snuggie. He's got the Snuggie on backwards. So did he sleep in that fucking thing? Did he sleep in that thing? I mean, how does somebody... How does that get wrinkled so much? Oh, I think I might have the clown car for Sunday. Well, oh there you goodness. go. We have All sleeping right. bags that double as suits. <laughs> we can sell those. Or garbage bags. Um, oh, whatever. Look at, look at our President Obama. Look at how that suit, how sparkly oh, he looks. Like he looks. On, one looks like a gentleman's quarterly, you know, like GQ. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, buy this suit. The other looks look, like Hobo Weasley. You'll look sharp. And the other one looks like Hobo the clown Weasley. car just couldn't hold anymore. <laughs> And yeah, he I fell give you, out. Give you a Tim laugh. Uh, all right. <laughs> let's go ahead and get to Trump ruining Easter, everybody. Um, <laughs> okay. You know how I I, I kind of teased this a little bit when I said, why would I presume that nature is always going to be on my side? Well, that seems to be um, uh, a modus operandi for Fat Donnie when weather does something favorable on a day that he thinks it's favorable i don't know but yeah so here's part one of him on the balcony uh (laughs) the easter egg roll well welcome to the 2018 white house easter egg roll so many people you know it's supposed to be pouring the weather it was supposed to be very rainy and nasty and cold and windy and look what we have perfect weather Perfect weather, beautiful weather. Thank you all for being here, folks. Thank you all. Uh, uh, okay, it w- it wasn't perfect weather because he was wearing a coat. So yeah, cold, but- w- cold was one of the things he complained about. Yes, it, I live in. In case you didn't know, I live in the D.C. metro area. This is true. It was supposed to be a slight chance of showers and overcast. That's it. And that's probably what it was. <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. Well. I mean, inter- no. He, he couldn't even tell the truth about the weather. Yeah. He did it, that on Inauguration Day, didn't he? he? Probably, probably. Yes, he, he did. He said how the rain stopped just when he started talking, which well, it didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, hey, Trump. Fuck you. That's Mother Nature right there saying that. Um. <laughs> So this next part, this, I, I mean, I, I gotta, I think I have a bruise on the bottom of my jaw for how profoundly stupid this is when my jaw smacked my desk. Um, I just don't, I mean, I want to really thank the first lady, Melania, who has done an incredible job. She worked so hard on this event. No, and so I didn't. want to thank you. Also, I want to thank the White House Historical Association and all of the people that work so hard with Melania, with everybody to keep this incredible house or building or whatever you want to call it, because there really is no name for it. No, there is exactly a name for it. It's the White House. That is exactly the name for what you're talking about. Also, it is a house and it is a building. Both of those descriptors are very accurate, but there is exactly a name for it. It's called the White House. It's been called that for, oh, I don't know, a couple hundred years. Uh, There's really no name for it. 
There no, there literally is a name for it. But he literally thanked the White House Historical Association for that building. Yeah, for the building that's called. Well, there's no name for it. No name for it. But it's, there's a name for the association. Oh my god! Getting back to Melania. Well, what and how she hard she worked. Grass. Did she put yeah. the lines down for the uh, lanes? She she uh threw she put egg on. She she egg leaned on. on. She was egg on. <laughs> I see. Uh, uh, yeah, like, sorry, I, I she was a Mar-a-Lago kind of week a, before. A boy what, talk. What did she do? And uh, he was lead on, like uh, egg on. Yes, Easter egg, egg on. Okay, yeah. Ready, set, egg on. That's how she started the race. Ready, set, egg on. <laughs> oh dear God! But yes, Trump. There literally is a name for the thing you're standing on. Called the God. White House, and I I do say he's standing you on the White what House. What you want to call? He's it. not standing in it. He's standing on it. Because well, if you can't grab, uh, there really isn't a name. No, there literally is a name for it. God, <laughs> seriously, I just wanted to start breaking shit. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! White House <laughs> name. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. Uh, so, uh, but it didn't end there. It didn't end there. Of course, what do those kids want to hear about uh, down at the Easter egg roll? Well, they probably wanted to hear Trump lie about the economy and the military. No, oh, oh, but no, I'm sorry. There's, but there's a little bit more at the beginning of this clip about uh, <laughs> what condition the building with no name is in. It is special, <laughs> and we keep it in tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Oh, I'm going to pause it right there because no, nobody ever calls tip-top shape tippy-top shape unless it's you, you weirdo. And, and how is that that much different than saying tip-top? Sometimes we say tippy-top shape. No, nobody's saying tippy-top shape. They might say tip-top shape, but that's dumb. Why would anybody want to sound like a dumb little little weirdos and, oh, it's in tippy okay? top shape no i'm not this Can is I, so right? dumb so seriously <laughs> top I can shape just see, we call yes, it sometimes tippy top walking shape. around the white house saying tippy top tippy top tippy top shape oh all these people <laughs> that's like the state of the union he said hey, we're doing in the audience we have dj or jj he said they they call him either jj tj <laughs> no they don't no, nobody, you know, he's just making up these you, really lame turns of phrases. And, and do you I mean, guys know nobody. anybody who's ever said tippy top? Um, I did, I, and I killed him. That's <laughs> 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 oh, uh, So, yes, tippy top shape. Tip. Oh, my. Tippy Sometimes we call it Some tippy top tippy shape. Top. Sometimes we and if okay and here's here's the Jesus most important Christ thing. Jesus Christ is weeping. Here's he the said, most. I don't want to come back from the dead with this guy. This is the no. most important thing about this right here. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Okay. Even if somebody does say that, why the fuck would you ever admit it? <laughs> I mean, what? Why? I mean, again, it's not that much different than tip top. So I mean. You know, well, uh, 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 
the well, cutesification it could have been the rabbit. It could have been the, the rabbit tippy tippy toes around. Oh, don't dear. blame the oh, rabbit. Lord. Oh, Poor you know, rabbit. did you use, happen to? I forget what station had it on, but there was the Chiron for for him standing on the balcony next to the Easter Bunny, and it said uh, the president left. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for clarifying that the the goofy cartoon character wasn't uh uh the president <laughs> or maybe it was yeah. wrong you dumb bunny try it again yes uh but all right so continuing the on that rabbit was like like trump grabbed him by the cottontail cottontail yes <laughs> uh I almost evolved into a Tim laugh there. I almost went, (laughs) 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 no, nobody can ever do that except Tim Carvel. I cannot get over that. Some say tippy top. No, literally no one except you says that. He has said a lot of dumb things. You can stop there. I think this is (laughs) the dumbest thing he's ever said. Because he said this to a bunch of kids. Sometimes we say tippy top shit. What? Oh, oh god! <laughs> Shut up! After he, oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> Jesus. But after he said, "We don't know what to call this building." Oh yeah, there really there is no I, name for it. Just, that that was on, you know what that was that was on par with uh, when when he said um, what was it uh, the the. Um, when he said because everything because of everything <laughs> when he's yeah, talking about don't we, yeah we have that clip somewhere i'm well you might not have it right there but yeah oh I'm, it was about uh, the jets because it's the most important thing because of everything yeah uh so yeah tanker aircraft uh, yeah tanker aircraft yes here here i'll uh, i'll play that yeah tanker aircraft is very important based on everything no no that doesn't make any sense no I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> they keep them. Hope they keep those tanker aircraft in tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. <laughs> God. God damn it. All right, let's God. continue with part three because the kids need to be entertained. Talk to them about the economy and the military. And it's a great, great place. It's an honor to have everybody on behalf of the Trump family, many of whom are with us right here in the audience, I just want to thank you. This is a special year. Uh, Our country is doing great. You look at the economy, you look at what's happening. Nothing's ever easy, but we have never had an economy like we have right now. (laughs) Although you can say that again. Bigger and better (laughs) and stronger. Our military is now at a level, will soon be at a level that it's never been before. It's uh, you see what's Um, happening and you see what's happening with funding. The funding of our military was so important and so many military people are with us today. So just think of seven hundred billion dollars because that's all going into our military this year. So I want to thank you all for being here. The band. Unbelievable. I love you people. I hear them a lot. They're okay. as talented as anybody and any players anywhere. Ingvin so Malmsteen, thank you very much. Liar, liar. And now I'm going to come down and we're going to watch this roll. Thank you all and That's have a great a time. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Easter. Thank you very much. Now I'm oh. going to come down. Those kids would be like, no, no, don't do that. He forgot to say oh. something. God bless the United States. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've, so we have an economy like children. we've never had this before. Children. 
yeah, ch- kids. Like kids. town that home. These are like three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight year olds. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure they're thrilled about whatever he just said. When he said billions, they were probably like quadrillions, zillions. Can I get my eggs? Yeah, give yeah. me the eggs. Well, actually, uh, actually, one of the kids thanked him for for bringing up the military uh, uh, at the at the egg roll. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just wrong with him. Everything, because everything. <laughs> he is uh, not in tippy top shape. No. No. Um. Well, let's 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 look at the bright side. When he was in front of the Boy Scouts, he told about a sex party he had on a yacht. Uh, this is true. Right? Okay. He, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. And the bunny didn't, com- didn't jump. The bunny didn't jump from the uh, the balcony. Mm. Which oh, he looked like he was going to. Or would have liked to. <laughs> Just to hop right off. But he didn't. Yeah. So who is the, the Easter belt. Bunny now? Who did? Who is? You know, because Sean Spicer used to be the Easter Bunny. Oh, that what was Sean it, Hannity. What? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh. That's wrong, you dumb bunny. Try it again. Yeah, if it was Hannity, he would have been wearing a a little Easter Bunny Nazi armband. Um, I didn't tell you who the back end was. Uh, oh, <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> that was Bill O'Reilly. He's out of Oh, work. okay. Hey, yeah. Sean, can you sneak me in? The way it goes. Yeah. Well, like, uh, I heard there's going to be some chicks there I could harass. <laughs> Get it? Chicks? Easter chicks? Chicks, um, yeah. So, chicks. Uh, yeah, Ted Nugent wanted to go to pick up a date to everybody. Um, I'm sorry. Except I will, he crapped his pants on yeah. the on Well the played, Kenny. I will... Uh, <laughs> I will buzz myself for that. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, maybe I'll bring up the Ted Nugent tweet uh, when we come back uh, because there, there were some actually great responses to Ted Nugent from because uh, he decided he needed to get uh, back in the limelight of assholes on, in right-wing media and uh, trash the kids from Parkland. Um, so I did mention that on uh, Mike Check Radio on Saturday, but I think it bears repeating. And there's some a lot of other stuff to talk about, but uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now. Because we have Jeff Farius on, and he sent me all this new music, I want him to be able to pick out what songs I'm going to play for the rest of the program. So we're going to go ahead and listen to the Green News Report right now. And check in with Brad and Desi. And, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and hit the break now. Check in with the Green News Report. And when we come back, oh, uh, yeah, there's more Trump stuff. We'll just get that all out of the way, and we'll uh, we'll move on to some uh, uh, good news regarding uh, Trump, Russia. And, of course, there is also the some breaking news about uh, YouTube had an op- uh, active shooter today, a, a white female. Looks like they maybe were targeting a specific individual. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. Uh, lots of other stuff to talk about tonight. We'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, April 3, 2018. There is no more beautiful sight than an American-made 
car. Bad news for consumers. Trump's EPA to roll back fuel efficiency standards for cars. Department of Justice sues California for blocking sale of federally owned lands in California. Exxon's lawsuit to prevent states from investigating its climate change denial is thrown out of court. Plus, listen, I don't know how you survive this one. Environmental groups launch a campaign to boot Pruitt. All of those campaigns and lawsuits straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We're going to work on the cafe standards so you can make cars in America again. Wow, you couldn't make cars in America anymore? That'll be news to the auto industry who just finished seven record years of all-time high sales. Go figure. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the U.S. auto industry has been... Forgive the pun, firing on all pistons now for a whole bunch of years, right up until this year. One year after Donald Trump takes office. Yeah, and now they want to roll back the fuel efficiency standards. As expected, the Trump administration's Environmental Protection Agency announced on Monday that it will begin the formal process of rolling back pollution and emission standards for new cars that were set under President Obama. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt called the Obama-era targets for vehicles starting in 2022, quote, wrong and not appropriate. U.S. automakers heavily lobbied for the change and reportedly intend to use the rollback to demand that other countries weaken their standards as well. The Obama standards had been the single biggest action ever taken by the U.S. federal government to curb carbon emissions. Big oil is the big winner since weaker fuel efficiency standards will increase oil consumption. Weakening the targets will also increase carbon emissions, increase air pollution, and will ultimately cost American families money at the gas pump and in health impacts. Money at the gas pump because they're going to be paying higher prices for gas than they would have had these standards been allowed to move forward. As environmental journalist David Roberts of Vox.com noted in a recent broadcast, environmental deregulation amounts to a pollution tax on everyday Americans. Getting rid of these regulations is an upward income redistribution. You're taking money out of the pockets of ordinary people in the form of health costs Mm -hmm. and missed work and all the rest of it, and you're putting it in the pockets of industrialists. Auto industry analysts warn that U.S. carmakers risk losing market share to Chinese and European manufacturers because the rest of the world is moving toward more fuel-efficient cars. Administrator Pruitt also threatened to revoke California's special authority under the Clean Air Act to set more stringent standards for vehicles sold in California. California and other states plan to sue the Trump administration to block the weakening of these standards. Because they're arguing that California's more stringent standards can't stand because somehow that affects markets in the rest of the country? Yes, they want a national standard, which will, of course, be a weaker standard. So, so much for states' rights that Republicans pretend to care about. Exactly. Also on Monday, the Trump Justice Department picked another legal fight with California, suing in federal court to overturn a state law that restricts the transfer of public lands to private buyers as the administration tries to open up more public lands to mining and drilling. The state law gives the California State Lands Commission the right of first refusal over any attempted sale or transfer of publicly owned federal lands that are located in California. 
So, so much for states' rights that Republicans pretend to believe in. Again, exactly. In politics, major environmental organizations like the Sierra Club and the Environmental Defense Fund have launched a coordinated campaign calling for EPA Chief Scott Pruitt to be fired. The Boot Pruitt campaign highlights Pruitt's deregulatory actions that endanger public health, but also his lavish first-class travel and large private security detail on the taxpayer's dime amid a brewing scandal over his sweetheart below-market rent arrangements for an apartment from the wife of a D.C. energy industry lobbyist. On Sunday's ABC This Week, former New Jersey Governor Republican Chris Christie criticized Pruitt's judgment. The president's been ill-served by this, and if Mr. Pruitt's going to go, it's because he should have never been there in the first place. Finally, some good news. A U.S. federal district judge has dismissed ExxonMobil's lawsuit attempting to block an investigation by the Attorneys General of New York and Massachusetts into whether the oil giant covered up what it knew about climate change impacts and whether it lied about it to investors and the public. The judge dismissed Exxon's lawsuit with prejudice, meaning the company cannot bring it again. The judge booted ExxonMobil's case. Yes, she did. And environmentalists are trying to boot Scott Pruitt. Yes, they are. That's a lot of boots. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. These boots are made for walking. And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great, Scott. What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh, my God. They've killed Kenny. You bastard. I've had worse. It's showtime. You've been messing where you shouldn't been messing is what I changed my Skype uh, uh, thing to the other day. And here, Brad and, Free- Brad and Desi... Uh, play uh these boots for the end of uh the green news report kind of funny anyway welcome back uh to the program uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello hello i love that song yeah yeah that song at karaoke uh i'm partial to the megadeth cover version of it (laughs) i'm I'm totally not surprised it's pretty fun (laughs) I do like the original, though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. How do you feel about Nancy Sinatra? I hate her. <laughs> I stand Why? That's a great bass line in that song, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Should have ended there. <laughs> should have ended no. the song. Should have went boom, 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 boom. And that's it. And then I love the song. I love Nancy Sinatra, Joe. So. Oh, well, jeepers. Well, I guess we don't agree on this. Well, no, you know. Don't. You're not going to agree. Yeah. She was uh, uh, the bane of my existence in high school. <laughs> Why? Why, Joe? I sense you have some issues here. 
I were you do. just mad because she was like the the uh, you know riding on the coattails of, of her father, like uh, <laughs> like certain yeah, you know, members like, of like the like Dean Desi and 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 then those those groups that were like you know the seeds of other performers that were already too mm. old, whatever. But yeah, there were a lot she of rock. Had awesome boots, Joe. <laughs> huh? She had awesome boots. And they you know, had awesome boots. <laughs> Jane Fonda had awesome boots in that space movie. Okay. Barbarella. You know, huh? Oh, I get it. Barbarella. I get it. Both are awesome. Understand. Boots. So you were on Team Fonda. Yes. When some of your friends were on Team Nancy. Well, none of my friends were on Team Nancy. They all hated her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if she came to our high school, we would. Where this is going, guys? Oh my God! Seriously. <laughs> All right. Let it go. Let it go. Moving man. on. Moving on. We got to keep this show in tip-top shape, <laughs> or maybe maybe something else. Tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Literally, nobody <laughs> says that. <laughs> God, mighty. Uh, I'm exhausted by this. So I'll tell you what I call uh, Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> You did just a moment ago. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So, so um, I think I know who uh, Trump is going to for uh, advice on the border now, because after last week, uh, the, the, do you remember a, a book called "In Trump We Trust"? Anybody? It was written by no. one Ann Ann Coulter. Who uh, oh, has been seriously having meltdown after meltdown over Trump, uh, the border, you know, uh, DACA, what have you. And last, uh, I guess it was Wednesday, the 28th, uh, Wednesday, right? Um, I, think, I think that mm. would have been it. 28th, that was like six months ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she was on Lou Dobbs' program. Uh, and she said this. He can use the military. Some of us have been saying that forever. He's the commander in chief. No legislature. No court can take that away. Um, he has full authority to repel an attack on the border. All right. So didn't we just hear something about Lou Dobbs sitting in on uh, you know, on speakerphone or something for, for certain mm -hmm. briefings? You did. Yeah, that's right. So Ann Coulter right. goes and says that. And then Trump. Today, or was this yesterday? I think this was today. I don't know. This the, today, yeah, today he said it. You today, said, today, yeah, you today. sent me this audio. So today, now we know who he's getting his advice from. We have very bad laws for our border, and we are going to be doing some things. I've been speaking with General Mattis. We're going to be doing things militarily until we can have a wall and proper security. We're going to be guarding our border with the military. That's a big step. We really haven't done that before, or certainly not very much before. But we will be doing things with Mexico, and they have to do it. Otherwise, I'm not going to do the NAFTA deal. NAFTA's been fantastic for Mexico, bad for us. Okay, I, I thought the problem was that the border patrols weren't allowed to do their jobs before because Obama went, went down there with a machete and personally uh, uh, neutered them all. Um, but now... They can't do the job because Trump won't let them do their job. He's he's just no, no the, just seriously no. First off, I just need to jump in here. 
in, in during the Bush administration and also during the Obama administration, both of those administrations sent down National Guard. Mm-hmm. So whatever he's talking about there, he needs to shut up. True. And then the other thing, it, it, what is he talking about regarding NAFTA? The NAFTA deal? We can't do the NAFTA deal? Well, he's holding that over their head because they're renegotiating the NAFTA agreement. They're trying to, you know, and, and, and he's he's uh, telling Mexico, if you don't um, if you do not do what I want you to do, I'm going to scuttle the whole deal. Which is what he does all the time. Mm. Right. The other thing I'd like to bring up is that that what tweet? he said, no. he said the military, not the National Guard. Yes. The military. Yes. Which, yes. I don't know. We have something called posse comitatus. Well, in, in where you are can't, all, You can't do that. It's not... You can't do that. Where are all the Trump cultists and teabaggers and Alex Jones nuts that are we're all freaking out over Jade Helm? Yes. Um, yeah. Not upset over mili- the potential of military caravans going through their towns and setting up on the border. Where was the big concern there? Uh, uh, what are we? What what invasion are we repelling? Is uh, Santa th- Ana coming back or what? Yeah. <laughs> What's he gonna? Well, nice. Mexico needs to. They need to focus on their southern border. <laughs> yes, their <laughs> southern border. Yes, thank you. Yeah, Trump sent uh, out a tweet the, the other day saying that that Mexico so the wasn't Mexicans wasn't are leaving Mexico, taking a caravan of boats. And going down to Honduras, coming in through the Mexican southern border, and then I don't know, working their Guatemala. Way yeah, he's gonna he's gonna reactivate the the Alamo. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, he's gonna reboot yeah. the Alamo. <laughs> and and uh, I'm gonna send back. Uh, too bad that David Bowie is dead. He did great the last time. Uh, or was it who, David Bowie with the knives? Oh yeah, yeah, David Bowie with the knives. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had the best knives. Best knives. <laughs> and, and he was. We don't make knives songs. like that anymore. Why don't we make David Bowie knives anymore? I mean, our <laughs> knives are usually in tip-top shape. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah. Tippity top. Top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Tippy top. What is wrong with him? Everything, everything, everything. No, well, seriously, that's, I mean, that's, at a certain point, it's like I just need to scream this. What is wrong with yeah. you? I, well, I think old Cam's old Cam's razor uh, fits right here, right? He yeah. is plainly stupid. Yes. Does he not? I mean, he's stupid today. Today, <laughs> especially today, the things that he said. He's stupid. Okay, there's a, and yesterday, there's so much more. T- I know he's stupid, but God damn it. How come nobody ever says, no, no, no. Stop yeah. talking. Yeah, they no. do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure. Sorry, I just had a little he's moment that I just need to throw things. Well, well I, I love this. This is, I, this is Trump Unchained, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but uh, but yes, you're right. Somebody just needs to say it to him. Shut up. Uh, but <laughs> but especially like this one. This one. Three seconds of uh, pure uh, shark gold here from Trump. Uh, oop, not that three seconds, but this three seconds. Probably nobody's been tougher to Russia than Donald Trump. Yeah, probably, but probably not. 
<laughs> what are the ads? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably he right. Said that today, but probably not right. No, he said that today. He said yeah. that today. When we learned just in the past couple of days that all of those, all of those, quote unquote, ambassadors that were kicked out, there was an agreement that said to Russia, you could bring in sixty new ambassadors. <sighs> Yeah, and you could bring them to the White House when you come to visit. But you Probably guys heard nobody's that story, been right? tougher to Russia than Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I know. I, it's, it's, Putin's yeah. been invited to the White House. Yeah. Oh, my God. Putin's yeah, the Oval been Office. invited and I'm to sure the, when, he, the when, when they have the meeting, uh, he won't allow any of the American press in, just RT. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or 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 maybe uh, maybe the Baltic press. He seems to have an affinity for the Baltic press. In case you oh, didn't you know hear this, this I mean, horrendous, awkward moment with translators in the Latvian president, uh, uh, Raymond's Venos, uh, Veonis. I don't know how to say his name. Um, but uh, but yeah, listen to this. Uh, pick a reporter, please. You could pick a reporter, a Baltic reporter, ideally. <laughs> Real news, not fake news. Go ahead. Do you want to pick? I think we have enough. Do we have enough? Yeah, that's not awkward at all. Pick, Mr. President, pick a reporter from the Baltics. Not the same man. He was very tough. Go ahead, pick a reporter. I see it. Okay, I can. Yes, go ahead. Yes, please. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my Did God! Did I get that right? Did I get that right? That he said to one of the presidents there, "Pick a reporter," but in the end, Trump picked a reporter. Yeah, don't pick him. He was too tough last time. What the hell? Don't want tough reporters. God forbid. And you know, but if any, if there's one thing Donald Trump is known for, it's his love of Baltic press. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, sure he I, understands. I yeah, they're all you know. They're all straight shooters. All the Baltic. He likes press. Ba- he, by the way, he likes Baltic women too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He likes yeah. Baltic well Avenue. Well Baltic Avenue, low rent piece of shit. Uh, so, well played, <laughs> Ken. Oh, look at you guys playing well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna walk on to again Baltic that he was Avenue. Slamming, he was slamming our press. On our soil, in front of foreign leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. This makes me very angry. Oh, wildly so here as well. <sighs> you do remember that he, that when he had uh, uh, Kislyak uh, in the in the Oval Office. Yeah, that we got those pictures from Russia because there was no because there were no American. Right, yes. no American press allowed in the Oval Office meeting. Right, I mean, yeah, he does this routinely because, well, he's an asshole, and as I said, he's stupid. Mm-hmm. He's an idiot. Do you think that? We, uh, uh, go ahead, finish, finish your thought, and then I want to, I want to move back to the Putin thing. No, move, move back to Putin. I, do you, uh, here's my thing. I don't think Putin will come to the United States. I don't, I don't either. I don't think he will, and I definitely don't think he'd come to the the Oval Office, um, because I honestly think that he's so paranoid. He probably thinks 
that somebody here would kill him. And you know what? He probably has a right to think so. Because I actually, I, 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 I agree with you. I, uh, whether it's somebody who works for, you know, black ops or they're in the military or they're in law enforcement or they're just a regular schmo. Um, I, I think there's somebody out there that would go to great lengths to kill him if he came to our country. <laughs> um, I, I think the plans would start going into effect really quickly. You know, here's the thing. He's Putin's been killing so many of his adversaries. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard that he actually killed. He allegedly had killed the guy who wrote a play about the Magnitskyak in Russia the other day over the weekend. A playwright mm -hmm. died. Yeah, and it was a playwright who wrote. He wrote about he just and he was an anti-Putin dude. Yeah, that guy's dead. That's he's of dead. Course. So. Here in the United States, it's not even necessarily black ops. I am sure that there are a lot of people who are here in America who are not pro-Putin. Yes. They're who good. Know, there they could know be the game. They for, yeah, former Russian citizens that, you former know. Former Russian citizens, former um, FSB, former anything. Putin's yeah. not, he's not coming to the United States. But yeah. He's, he's playing, he's playing Trump. Big time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he, he, I, 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 there's, there's no way. I, I don't. Um, but if he, if he, seriously, if he lets him in the Oval Office, my God, that's, uh, it's par for the borscht. Um, so <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. That's, uh, that, well, I, I just hope, I hope Trump cleans up if Putin comes Tip to visit. Top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Just the tippy top. God damn it. I think he'll come. You do? I do. Why? Really? I think because, yeah, first of all, it would be uh, a feather in his cap to, to, to actually come to the... He hasn't been here in 13 years. Yeah, Livin, for Livin good for good reason. he came here in 2001 to see um, George W. Bush. And when he looked into his soul. Yeah. yeah, but again, and seven, he, and he 17 saw, years ago. He saw, he saw Borsch. <laughs> he said, but, I looked into his soul and I saw Borsch. But, sure. Uh, no, I think he'd come for that and he would want to visit Blueberry Hill. Because <laughs> he found his thrill on Blueberry Hill. <laughs> yeah, I just I I gotta disagree with you again. I'm sorry, twice in the same night. I'm pro Nancy Sinatra, and I'm also I don't think I don't think he's gonna come here, Joe. I, 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 I I'm gonna. Find your own pop culture song to sing, you creep. Leave our music so alone. You go to office and Oval Office and Blueberry Heel. Just the tippy top. Let's Just the play, tippy top. Let's play a game called Just the Tippy Top. In and. Russia, Hill <laughs> Blueberry You. Are we sure that Tippy Top is not one of the prostitutes that peed on the bed in Russia for Trump? Could have been. Could have been. Stormy Let Daniels. me introduce you to Tippy Top. <laughs> Stormy Daniels meets Tippy Top. 
God. She have mighty stream like a Russian bear. <laughs> she can carve your name in the snow without looking. She makes stream run down Blueberry Hill. <laughs> she makes uh, blueberry yellow. Oh boy, oh boy. Um well yellow and blue make green. So uh <laughs> if you don't, theory is your friend. If you don't believe me Don't do a Google search. Uh or yeah. <laughs> or go to first grade. <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. It's uh just one fucking day after another with this nonsense. Just, I need Mueller to hurry up. I need yeah. him. So uh speaking of uh bullshit and lies in the false news, uh do we do I have the yeah the Stop spreading lie and false um, news. Well, uh, I'm sure most of you have heard right. about Sinclair the Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. They've decided to combat real news by mm-hmm. s- spreading their own brand of propaganda to basically, basically they, what they're trying to say is we want to see conservative stories if there's a story that doesn't favor Trump, essentially is what they're saying. You know, the, they, they don't if they they want a puff piece for every piece of bad news that comes out against Trump. Which, uh, and, and you know, and Sinclair, I think, aren't they the ones who syndicate uh, a lot of the like local Fox affiliates and stuff like that? They actually it's not just Fox; it's NBC, it's not, yeah. CBS, sure. ABC. Okay. We have sure. we have one of them here in in DC. Our we local have, ABC affiliate is owned by Sinclair. We have three. The CW locally is owned by Sinclair. Fox Fifty Six is owned by Sinclair. Okay. And there's one called Me T- Tele- Me TV that shows like old sixties. Oh yeah, yeah. Sitcoms. Okay, yeah. I like. Uh, I actually do like Me TV, but I don't watch. I, honestly, local news is so insufferable to me. I can't watch it. I just have to read oh, local yeah. news on websites. You know, because they're right. always like, and be sure to stay tuned because this story could show you how to save your lives and the lives of your family and your pets. And then they have like mm-hmm. thirty seconds of some kind of nonsense. Don't eat charcoal, kids. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of the bag. Out of the bag. Make sure, sure. it's baked. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, it's in. What's What's important though, Ken? Even though you and I, I'm going to assume you too, Joe. The The local news here. The local news is kind of. It's interesting because we live in D.C. I live in D.C. Yeah. So the local mm-hmm. news often covers. National stories from a very local point of view. Um, mm. But one of the problems is that they were, there was there was a story. I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the facts well, to back this up. No, sometimes, sometimes we don't. I don't have facts to back this up. But oh. there was a report that most people all around around the country, outside of major metropolis areas... They rely on local news, and they trust local news more so than cable. And this is why Sinclair is a problem. Mm-hmm. It is a big problem. Yeah, sure. And uh, just a quick, couple quick comments in the in the chat before uh, I uh, uh, play the Sinclair uh, montage. 
Um, Will in Chicago says uh, uh, Sinclair Broadcasting Group, similar to the Borg, but less honest. This is true. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for the Star Wars joke. And uh, 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 Heather says, uh, I have a friend from school who knows folks who left Sinclair. I'm assuming she means after what happened here. And uh, Jay Colley says, this is the evening news, your local evening news. That's right. I made that song, that Hairwolf song, to make fun of local news here. But yeah, listen to this. This is uh, the Sinclair Broadcasting uh, uh, group, the group speak message that they have for you. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news, news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 There, I had to play the Todd Browning freaks. Uh, Google gobble, one of us. Uh, seriously, you know who wrote? You know who wrote that montage? Uh, that editorial. Uh, who put it together? Oh no, who actually wrote yeah. the editorial? Who was it? Yeah, Boris, Boris Epstein. Oh, Boris Epstein. gee, wasn't he the one that wanted to start Trump TV? Yes, yes. and he did, yes. and he actually did. There you go. It's called Sinclair Broadcasting. Oh, motherfucker. How about him? Motherfucker. What a dirty bastard. Yeah. But it should be noted that Sinclair was conservative before him. Oh, yeah. This, this oh, is yeah. true. Just, but this is a mission they, statement now. This is a full-on yes. groupthink mission statement. And you'll probably be seeing... Uh, on mm-hmm. those networks, the, you'll be able. They'll be putting together montages of that same, the same stories that they're all covering. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, know or, what's interesting is that. Um, and we got to wrap it up quick because I don't want to keep Jeff waiting. But go ahead. Final, final okay, thoughts. I'll on make this. this really quick. I saw earlier that a lot of the people who work for Sinclair Broadcasting in their, um, you know, their contract when they go to work for them, they can't, they can't leave and speak out against them. Because forty, I think it was, I think it was about forty percent of their income would be reclaimed okay. by Sinclair. Wow, wow, Joe, any wow. quick, quick thoughts? 
just what Andy Borowitz said today. One of those anchors got carried away and delivered that in Russian. Ah, yeah. see, there you go. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Theo, you should call in and talk because he says uh, when during open phones uh, after name calling, if you want to call in, he says he had a hefty, hefty conversation on Sinclair Broadcasting and Fake News at NorwestCon with a panel of heavy hitters. Uh, he says, we all saw the same threats and we're all headed back to the trenches to keep up the good fight. Um, nice. So anyway, if you want to call in, like I said, after name calling Theo and, and give us a little bit more info, you're more than welcome to if you're free. Uh, but anyway, we got to hit the break. We'll be right back. We're going to give Je- our good friend Jeff Farius, a liberal talk show legend from Arizona and also a musician extraordinaire. And uh, we'll talk about his music and what he thinks about what's going on and all kinds of other stuff. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I am not fake news. I am not fake news. No, you're tippy-top news. Uh, <laughs> I am. Actually, I really am tippy-top. There you go. And also in the tippy-top realm, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, the tippy-top city. We are tippy and we are toppy. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see what uh, Jeff Farius, our good friend Jeff Farius, thinks about uh, all this uh, and more. We're going to get him on the program uh, momentarily, and uh, we should probably get really? ready, get some fanfare. Oh, there he is, ladies and germs. It's the one and only Jeff Farius, liberal talk show legend and musician extraordinaire, joining us once again on Turn Up the Night. Hey, Jeff. Good to hear from you, sir. Hey. Good to hear from you as well. I think that's the most fanfare I've received in it. Well, I, I, is, I can't remember when. Probably since the last time you were on the show. Oh, well, no, probably not. You're, you're, you get fanfare from other people. Come on. Give yourself some credit. Uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff uh, we, we've, had a, we've had a roster shakeup over the years here on Turn Up the Night. But uh, um, somebody you might be familiar with, our good friend Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., is my co-host now. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Good to, uh, good to be hearing from you. Excellent. So, and our good friend Joe Santorsa in Scranton, Pennsylvania, 
from the Tim Carmel show is also uh, our regular co-host now. There, so say hi to Jeff, Joe. Hi, Jeff. And uh, up front, full disclosure, I hate Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> let it go. This has nothing to do That's with you, Jeff. This has Joe. nothing to do with you, Jeff. This is we're that we played the Green News report early. <laughs> And they used these mm-hmm. boots, and, Je- and and Joe just unloaded on Nancy Sinatra for for uh, he's harboring old grudges or something. Let it go, Joe. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna have Nancy, you may as well have these boots. I mean, there really isn't much other reason to uh, invite her to the party. No, but as no. a bass player, as a bass player, that's a pretty solid bass line in that song, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Probably very fun to play. Well, I've I've played it before. It's fun to play. Um, uh, but yeah, so, so Jeff, uh, it's, it's been a very long time. Uh, we, we should give a little bit of background, uh, to folks who might not know who you are. Um, but you were part, I believe of the Nova M broadcasting family, uh, based in Arizona, right? Yep, that is correct. I was uh, sandwiched in there between Randy Rhodes and Mike Malloy. So we had a quite a run, uh, in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And now uh, I love your show. And, and you, but you've done other shows as well. You did um, uh, because didn't you have a show before all this went down with Nova M? Yeah, I had I had my I had kind of my own show in there. I started doing a weekend show with a, a woman who is now uh, running for Senate in Arizona. She's been a, a, a rep there for a while. Uh, Kirsten Cinema. Oh, and I, I love started her. Started doing a weekend show together. Yeah, I, I love just on I love local politics. Yeah, she's she's great. Um, and then eventually that sort of snowballed into having my own thing. And then I went from on the air to doing a podcast, much like what you're doing now for a number of years. All in all, about eight years at it, uh, grinding it out in the very red state of uh, of Arizona. Well, and, and, and God uh, bless now, you for it. Now, now, yeah, now I'm living in uh, in beautiful uh, Southern Maryland, uh, by the Chesapeake Bay off the Potomac oh. River, and uh, life is good. No way! Wait, I had no you're, idea. You're in Maryland. Yes, ma'am. St. Mary's what? County. Oh wow! Yeah. So oh, wow. yeah. So, so you so, were not far from where the last school shooting was. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. that was uh, right down. I drive by that school uh, at least once a week. There's a bunch of shops down there that we uh, we visit on a regular basis, including a, a Habitat for Humanity store. Uh, oh. Renovating an old 1890s farmhouse. Uh, here in Southern Maryland, and so I spent a lot of time at Habitat looking for light fixtures and door jams and odd well, little that's, of things here and That's there. awesome. That's awesome. We'll have to talk. Awesome. We'll, we'll have to talk later if you need. Uh, well, I know I'm in Ohio and stuff, but my uh, my mom and her boyfriend uh, they've rebuilt a, a Victorian house. So if you're looking for resources, I might be able to help you. Um, but, uh, but no, that's great. I had no idea you moved. Uh, welcome to, uh, the Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Yeah, he's yeah, also it's, it's nice back here. Very good. <laughs> and did you, did you I grow like up, did you grow up at this way? I grew up in, I grew up in Massachusetts, actually. So I kind of grew up in, on the East Coast, uh, used to that, those sort of that pace of life and, and food options. That was the biggest thing. You know, in Arizona, you don't, you don't see like, fresh tomatoes or things like that. Uh, you know, everything is, you know, yeah. everything trucked in basically. They only grow cotton and oranges. So. Well, in a, in Cleveland you don't see fresh shellfish very often, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, got, we got that in space here. Maryland crab yeah. season is starting. Yeah. And soon. oyster season's going away, which is Gone. which is, is sad. 
we spent half the year on crabs, half the year on oysters. So. Yeah. So uh, I, I live, got, in, I live in Northern cool. Virginia, by the way. So oh, you're not cool. that far from me. I mean, you know. No, like no. We just you're say yeah, yeah. We say you're DC. easier to stalk than both Joe and Ken. Yeah, I'm I'm a horrible <laughs> person to try and stalk. Although, I'm stalkable. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm very stalkable. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like Nancy Sinatra, so you're off my stalking list. See? I'm on Team Team Fonda. Sorry. <laughs> How is this a thing? Uh, so <laughs> uh, so we, we've been talking about a, a, a bunch of stuff that Trump said today, Jeff. I don't know if you've uh, uh, tortured yourself by listening yeah. to any of that. Um, we, we, we have horrible, horrible laws, apparently, from what I understand. Uh, oh, yeah, just I, I did terrible, see some of that today. Terrible laws. Awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, but there's the one thing that we can't get over from, from Easter is when, uh, well, he was, well, here, let me play you the first part because uh, th- this bears repeating uh. because it's so goddamn stupid. Um, uh, here, here's him talking about the White House. I want to really thank the First Lady, Melania, who has done an incredible job. She worked so hard no, on this event, and so I want to thank oh. you. Also, I want she to thank the, the White House Historical <laughs> Association and all of the people that worked so hard with Melania, with everybody, to keep this incredible house or building or whatever you want to call it, because there really is no name for it. No, there literally is a name for it. <laughs> you know, very few people know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there is no name for it. It's called the yeah. Washington Monument. It's very, very tall. You got to be a skull and, uh, skull and bones to, to know the name. Um, so, <laughs> or, or, or Freemason. Uh, so, I mean, really, there, there's, there's no name for it. Well, you know. It is a house. It is a building. Yes, you. Those are descriptors, but the na- actual literal mm-hmm. name for it, it is mm-hmm. the White House. It, it it is the White House. It's no. well well documented. Yep. yep. Um, well, you know, not a lot of people knew that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, and you know, there's a whole. Yeah. List. I love that that he prefaces like really stupid things by letting you know he's going to say something really stupid or following yes. it up with yeah, you know, nobody <laughs> nobody could nobody knows that you know, it's like something everybody knows. Oh yeah, I hate yeah. when he does that. Uh, just uh, yeah it, it's like it, it's basically he's saying i think ever well and this is what i say about stupid people is stupid people think everybody is just as dumb as they are right right so you know uh, <laughs> he's not even a smart stupid person I think, that, I think that explains a lot of things that he says that he just assumes we're all as stupid as he is and he can say whatever he wants and uh, and again you know i meant to ask at the heart of this what, is, are, what are there any language restrictions uh, the phrase bs and- oh, you you no. can't you can't say fuck you can't say shit uh oh man what did i do i'm just kidding no this is there, <laughs> yeah you can say whatever you know the, fuck the one you like. thing you can't say jeff the one thing you can't say yep. penis don't say penis oh. in this house uh, <laughs> it's just an excuse to play the drop from Born on the Fourth of July. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, yeah, yeah. Please, Jeff, go go ahead. You can uh, no language barriers here. We just we we you know uh, the obvious words we don't say are you know sexist, racist, homophobic. But we know you're not going to say that, so go for it. Right. Well, it's just it's hard to n- not be vulgar in the age of Trump. Uh, we're just oh, yeah. confronted with too much just 
horseshit on a monumental scale. Every day, every day, there's like three or four things that would have ended any other presidency, and somehow we just wade through this shit day after day after yeah. day. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you get in the air twice a week. <laughs> uh, or how you even do a show. Because I mean, by the time you're done, by the time you get on the air, there's a whole nother pile of shit that needs to be talked about. Well, honestly, I, I don't even do anything anymore until like the day of. I'll just do it on my lunch break, and yeah. I'm like, all right, that's enough. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. at any point, now at any point, we're like, we don't. I mean, there's no way to keep up with all, all the audio. It's like, you know, get, get right. you know, a good eight or ten clips and then run from there. You know, I used to be like, I have 40 clips for tonight. Now it's like, no, it's just not even worth it. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, Kenny is not lying. We we have, a, we have a production chat where we just talk about stories. We talk. We kind of marinate in this stuff. And then literally Tuesday and Friday, it's sort of like, oh, everything that we had. Yeah. Just he get rid just, of it. Oh, yeah. You get these huge dumps <laughs> at like 6 o'clock on a Friday. And all of a sudden, yeah. what oh, yeah. was the news? That's when everybody gets yeah. fired at 6 o'clock on Friday via Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, now this is something else he said. Uh, again, something. Okay. So, he said the, the White House doesn't have a name. It literally does. Now, here he is making something up about the condition that they keep the White House in and saying something that I'm sure nobody ever says. Tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. No. What? It, it, tippy-top. No, nobody says that. Sometimes we oh, call it skippy-top. Sometimes it's skippy-top. Oh, God. Sometimes... Sometimes it's topless. Oh no, that's okay, stormy. Okay, we're talking about the White House, not Stormy Daniels, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you know, or you know, or or, or Trump and Putin, ju- they play just the tippy top. Good uh, God! So. <laughs> it always leads to something more. Uh, but yeah, so, so uh, yeah, that, you know, and again, I won't play the rest of the audio, but then he, he decided to go on and, and talk about the, uh, the economy. Oh, we've never had an economy like this before. You got that right. <laughs> and the military no. to a bunch of kids I mean, wanting Easter eggs. never been funded until now. So never. That's really, really a comforting. <laughs> never. Yes. There, there was it's no. Never been funded. Yes. Never. And never been funded like this. No, remember, yeah. that, remember that that Boy Scout speech he went and gave, and it was uh, like totally he was yes. talking about Hillary and his. It, you know, it was kind of the same thing. He's talking to a bunch of kids about to hunt for Easter eggs, and he's talking about mil- bragging about military spending. I, I'm surprised he didn't pull out his map, you know, his his electoral college map, and show that to the kids up over his yeah. head. And, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was caught up on the bunny. The, the face of the bunny was was all I really yeah. got from the Easter thing. I was with. I don't know if you all need this. Piece, I, just saw I made the face of the bunny my avatar profile. Yeah, oh, that's good. It's my oh, Facebook right. profile right now. It should be everybody's right that's now. That's perfect. That's how I feel. You see, like, somebody what? does it. 
Somebody say, put up, posted a picture today of just the bunny head sitting on a couch in the White House. Well, you know, in, in Jeff, it's funny you, you mentioned the Boy Scout jamboree because uh, Joe brought that up earlier. Because, uh, Joe, uh, re- remind Jeff of what, what he did talk about at the jamboree. Uh, a uh, a uh, orgy and a yacht. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now, was it that Deripaska yacht? Is that the one he was talking about? I no. You know, the, hooker in, the, the Ukrainian hooker who was in a jail in Thailand now? No, Maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> no, this is just a... That was the yacht with Epstein. Oh, oh that's right. The other was one. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he told and it at the... Dershowitz got Epstein out of jail. Right. Something uh, like that. Yeah, it was the Boy Scout Jamboree. He told that story. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. You know, Boy Scouts. You get your uh, sex merit badge today. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has he has a, a history of uh, breaking bad news to little kids at a wrong time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just. How do you think it went when it's he told Baron? Baron, listen. This house is in tippy top shape. And it your doesn't. daddy had sex with Stormy. And this house doesn't have a name. There's no name for it. Uh, yeah, it has a name. She's calling it out of here. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, the, the tippy top house. Yes, the, the, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, God almighty. Uh, so... So, Jeff, uh, I know we don't have a ton of time with you right now, but um, I, I do want to say, uh, first of all, it's very awesome that you are also a CD collector. I don't find a lot of people oh, who... I know a lot of people who collect records. I know a lot of people who are just like, digital is the only way to go. But here you are. No, don't even say MP3 in my house. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, the, the only time, uh, well, everything I have on CD, there is an MP3 copy of it uh, because mm-hmm. I put everything, you know, because I have to, you know, for the network, I have my entire right, music right, library right. stored. But, um, but you know, I, 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 I find it refreshing to, to talk to somebody who, um, somebody else who has a lot of CDs because. To me, you know, all those scare tactics uh, uh, back in the day where people were saying, CDs, they'll only last 10 years. And I have CDs that are 30 years yeah. old, you know. <laughs> That's like my first CD. It was James Brown and the, the best of James Brown and the JVs. I still have it. From, nice. I think it was, nice. I, you walk into a record shop and it 10 CDs for sale, and that was the well, first one I ever bought. Yeah, my, my first. Listen to it. My first one, uh, uh, full disclosure, file under special interest because I'm a metal. I'm a metal guy, so I'm assuming most of your CDs aren't metal. Mm-hmm. Most of mine are. <laughs> but uh, Impelitary <laughs> Stand in Line was my very first CD. Uh, but um, uh, but one of my first ones that my mom bought me, I remember, was uh, Frank Zappa's um, Apostrophe. It was it was the Ryko oh, yeah. disc Ryko disc one with Apostrophe, and it had another mm-hmm. album on it too. I can't remember what the other one was. But you know, I had like Nanook of the North and Zombie Wolf and stuff like yep, that. Yep. So um, that one. <laughs> nice, yeah. So, uh, but no, you sent me pictures of your room, and I was like, oh, I'll send you pictures of my room. So uh, we we geeked yeah. out a little bit over that. Yeah. That was very cool, and and it was also yeah, very cool. Vinyl too. Hmm? Uh, how much? What did you say about vinyl? 
We have a, a pretty big vinyl collection too. So my wife and I both have a really bad uh, thrift store habit. So yeah. Like, if we got nothing else to do, we, we call it adventuring. And we yes. just hit the thrift stores and I just pouring through stacks of CDs, pouring through stacks of vinyl and, mm-hmm. and you know, coming home and having having music listening parties uh, to, to celebrate what we just found for a buck and a half at the CD store. Oh, you know? that's great. Yeah, I just found a bunch of good stuff. Uh, it, I found like 10 or 12 uh Halfway decent, mostly like '80s pop and rock uh, CDs uh, for our, our our general population. You know, music rotation on the network. You know, some Phil Collins yeah. and some Wham and stuff like that. I did find some. I found two two uh, uh, still sealed. Um, uh, uh, oh God, why can't I remember her name? Suze, who who was that? Um, Lori Anderson, two Lori Anderson CDs sealed. Oh, um, Lori Anderson. Yeah. So the fact that she was married to Lou Reed for the, in the last years of his life. What a what a crazy combination those two are. Yeah, yeah. I would have rather they yeah. put out an album than uh, him and Metallica. Oh, that was terrible. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, rest in peace, Lou. Why did you do the Metallica album? Um, but uh, <laughs> so uh, not that that. A lot in, of things. On paper, on paper, that sounded awesome to me because I like Lou Reed, I like Metallica, but then I listened to it and I was like, no, 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 no. But, but yeah, so, so you know, in our conversation, I mentioned to you, I said, you know, we still play your music on on the show all the, you know, on the shows all the time because we can only really play artist approved artist approved music on all the different shows for breaks, and you were like, what's your mailing address? And the other day, I got three awesome CDs, and I have them all imported into my library now. And uh, your wife, Tammy Patrick, uh, I got an album from her. We got Dirt Music Express, Leaving Lee County. Um, And, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, Tammy, the album from Tammy is Songs from the Cardinals Room. Uh, and then uh, mm-hmm. Shadowbox, Provincial Redneck. That's a great title. Is that is that you and your wife, yeah, the Shadowbox one? Uh, that, that's like, it's uh, um, that's the, the guy who who actually writes all the songs in that band. Actually, drew that picture. He claims it isn't us, but it kind of looks like us. Um, but well, we ran into a songwriter down here named Dave Norris, and and we get together at least once a week. Every Wednesday night, we get together and record. Sometimes on Sundays we hang around and play. And I have not gotten together once with this guy in two years where he, I didn't play at least one song of his I'd never heard before. He's been writing songs nonstop since like 1978. Wow. And it's just and remarkable. Yeah, we got together for two hours. One night my wife was out of town, just he and I. And I played for two hours, and I never played a song I'd played I had played before by him. And it was all his stuff, all original, all just great writing. So it's been a real – we've had a, a lot of fun. I'm just – just finished mixing the second Shadowbox record. Oh, uh, everybody has it and is listening to it, kind of making notes and telling me what I did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're going to have that probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I look forward to that. And, fun, yeah, and so uh, what, well, what I did is normally we play a song at, in our first break in the first hour, but I just bumped up the Green mm-hmm. News report, and of course, that's how the Nancy Sinatra thing got started. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so that was unexpected. Uh, so I decided, uh, uh, if you would like to pick out two songs from these three CDs uh, for me to play on our the, our other two breaks, I would love for you to to be our our guest DJ, celebrity DJ. 
Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Thanks. I'm, I'm quite honored. Let's go with, uh, how about from uh, Tammy's songs from the Carnival's Room, the first cut. It's called To the Wind. All that's something right. that actually we wrote. Sat okay. down, I just sat down with the guitar, put a cable on it, played these chord changes. She has, oh, I have these lyrics I've been working on. And literally in 10 minutes, we had this song. We ran back to the studio and, and, and recorded it and then had some, you know, some little add-on stuff done later to it. But, oh, nice. but that was just fucking crazy. And then, uh, hmm? I said, ah, oh, nice. And then cut number, cool, cut number six called Sad Mr. Lincoln on the uh, Shadowbox record. Uh, it's a song Dave wrote. He went to Charleston, West Virginia, and he was playing in a venue that was right across from the, uh, uh, right across from the, the state capitol building, and mm-hmm. they got a statue of Abraham Lincoln in his bathrobe. Oh, nice. To sort of commemorate <laughs> the, the night Lincoln, literally Lincoln stayed up at night pacing back and forth trying to figure out how to, how to, how to end the war and what he should do about, about West Virginia becoming a state. So they kind of memorialized that decision by that thing. So he saw that statue and just had this notion of Lincoln frantically pacing the halls late at night in his bathrobe and, and came up with that sad Mr. Lincoln song. So I, I throw those two out there for you. Nice. I, I've got them loaded up and ready to go. But I have, I have to ask, was, did sad Mr. Lincoln wear a Paisley bathrobe like Ted Cruz? So no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have they didn't have Why internet porn so back in those. So. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna guess it was his wife's bathrobe. Let's go with that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, Rain. Am I am I uh, am I persecuting Ted Cruz again? Uh, that's not. Why good. am I persecuted? Sorry, Ted. Uh, but no, that's great. And you know what's funny is when I imported that CD. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to all the cuts, but is when I imported the um, mm-hmm. the provincial redneck uh, uh, CD, mm-hmm. the first cut I I just clicked on just to make sure everything was sounding good was "Sad Mr. Lincoln." I was like, "Oh, let's see what that sounds like." So that was the first cut I listened cool. to. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, I'll tell you what, um, we're going to let you go. But it was a pleasure to have you on, and I would love to have you back on any time. And uh, uh, we, we can talk more more later. But if at any point you get a wild hair and you want another podcast or something, you got a home at Indie Media Weekly. So you know, or That's if you, very kind of you sir. I could even set you up with a music DJing program or uh, show if you like. So. Uh, but uh, ooh, right. yeah, yeah. We'll talk more inside yeah, baseball later. Uh, but it was it was a real right, treat cool. to talk to you again. Welcome to again Eastern Daylight Savings Time, and uh, we'll maybe one of these days we will meet up on a road trip sometime. That'd be a beautiful thing. Hey, Rain and Joe, it was great talking with you guys, and uh, wish everybody out there in Turnip Land a, a, a good evening. All right, thank you, you so too, much, Jeff. Jeff. You too. Have a good one, Jeff. See you, brother. You too. Bye bye. All right, bye. So, uh, all right, there we go. So, uh, in honor of Jeff being on the show, uh, To the Wind from his wife uh, Tammy Patrick's album, Songs from the Cardinal's Room. That is the song coming up. This is a a world premiere on Indie Media Weekly coming up. And, of course, I'm going to share this with all the, this music with all the other uh, shows on, you know, Mike Check Radio. Uh, and of course, um, uh, Southern Progressive Revival. And if Tim wants some music for his program or Resistor Sisters, what have you, it'll be out there. And of course, in the regular music rotation on Indie Media Weekly as well. So we're going to hit the break. And uh, again, To the Wind by Tammy Patrick coming up right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for Walk and Walk! 
stop to watch a hair bounding off in fright. Crisp cold air filled my lungs to sing. Single pure note to the stars did ring. I offered my song up to the This is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Probably nobody's been tougher to Russia than Donald Trump. Stop spreading lie and false Um, news. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks again to Jeff Farius for being on, and that was a great song. Uh, uh, did you guys uh, catch a little bit of a... Uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, that was called To the Wind uh, by Tammy Patrick uh, from Songs from the Cardinal. Yeah, it was but, great. Yeah, it was very good. It was very good. Good choice. Uh, but yeah, so uh, welcome. I hope, I hope that Jeff comes back. He was... Uh, I think he will. He he's great. So uh, you know, and again, I'm I'm trying to catch up now that things have finally stabilized with all the you know after because uh, I if if anybody hadn't guessed last year I was really disenchanted after the hack and the loss of the the original phone number and everything. So so it's kind of taken me a while to get back into things and and try and you know get back and you know having guests on from time to time. Uh, but you know, uh, but Hey, we got Jody Hamilton and Tim Carmel on for rematches and stuff. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, Jeff will be back and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him and see if he wants a show. Uh, we'll, we'll work it out with our schedule. Uh, but yeah, welcome back. Uh, of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Uh, you are, uh, Jeff's neighbor. Well, kind of, but yeah. We're about an hour away, but yeah, he's my neighbor. Yeah, I may go down there, and be like Jeff. Come on, get some Maryland blue claws. Let's some, go. Yeah, have a soft shell crab sandwich. Uh, Hell yeah! And of course, Joe Santorza of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Not quite his neighbor, We're, but yeah, in the neighborhood uh, on the East Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. still get fresher seafood than me. So, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And of course, uh, Joe. Joe, would you would you like the uh, the distinct honor of doing some name calling tonight? 
That is a distinct honor. All right. Let's and I'll do it. All right. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. Okay. We'll get straight to the biscuits here. <laughs> uh, we have... Uh, Biscuit. We have uh, Bobber in D.C. That's your neighborhood, isn't it, uh, Rain? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Literally, my neighborhood. Like, okay. <laughs> like right there. We are under the same hood. Caitlin Chris is also in the group. Clinster. Jay Collie. Cat. Oops. Adam Hebert just jumped in here. Hebert! Hey. Hey, don't go jumping around like that. Okay. Cat. <laughs> uh, I said cat. Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. Nova Moonlight. Peter San Francisco. President. Scooter Cans, Theo, Trojan Rabbit. He wasn't the rabbit on the uh, the uh, balcony, by the mm, way. Were you sure? Uh, who I thought was a Trojan Rabbit, but not our <laughs> Trojan Rabbit. And we have Will from Chicago. There we go. And that rounds out our 23 members of the chat. The biscuit lineup. Biscuit. That would be a biscuit lineup. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you everybody for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed uh, uh, hearing Jeff Farius on our airwaves again as much as we did. Um, and do, do I do I know? Is there a birthday in your household, Rain? There is. I thought so. I didn't give him. I did not give him a biscuit. No, you could get him a special bit. Get him a special biscuit. The made from scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit, new at Hardee's. Now with Cheetos. I cook. I cooked him his favorite meal. Oh yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. You know what? That's a good favorite meal. If it's good meatloaf, I totally get it. And I'm sure mm. you make good meatloaf. Because you know what okay. you you know what you're talking about when when you're making food. So I got to ask, uh, is it ketchup topped, barbecue sauce topped, or other topped? Because I've seen people do like hybrid, hybrid ketchup. I, I like doing the hybrid ketchup BBQ myself, but I've been known to do the cream mushroom soup over the top, too. Oh, man, that sounds good. But no, It's really I was, good. <laughs> I, was, I was in there for my man. I was in there for my man, so I yeah. did ketchup with brown sugar. Mm. Worcestershire sauce. Nice. And so, uh, yeah, it was a hybrid. Sounds good. But yeah, Sounds it's, good. My, it's my baby's birthday. 
Well, when is his birthday? Today. Guess whose birthday is tomorrow? Who's that? Uh, I don't care. Barb? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll I'll tell Tim Carmel. Oh, care. Tim Carmel. Yeah, Tim, it wow. is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. yeah, nice. I do care about Tim. I do care. <laughs> I'll and tell Tim you said you didn't care. Mrs. Rabbit's <laughs> birthday's on Friday. He says it can wait till Friday, but we can give her an honorary one tonight, too. We can be reminded again on Friday. Uh, It'll be a pre-banner. A pre pre-banner. Yeah. Yeah. Warm, a warm-up boner. So... Broke Hammer's birthday week. Huh? Broke Hammer. Yeah, birthday week. Yeah, it's definitely definitely. Oh wait, oh, oh don't forget yeah, Brokehammer's birthday. Brokehammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I I thought you were referring to just a uh, birthday week in general because I I go with birthday month myself. Oh, I, I'm just Jesus's like Jesus's birthday month. Treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself is what I do in the month of June. So, uh, which is right around the corner now. Me and Susan have our birthdays. Plus, we have our twentieth wedding anniversary coming up in July. I better start getting really fucking creative. So you saw you how I what? saved Easter. I saved Easter. I can do this. You know what? What's that? Tomorrow is Bob and our. It's our tenth anniversary. That's right. You're catching up. So congratulations and uh, yeah. So so yeah, we're gonna have to play the, the well. Here, let's do this first. Happy anniversary, Rain and Bob. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Have a great day tomorrow. So, all right, so we got Brokehammer, we got Mrs. Trojan Rabbit, we got Tim Cormel tomorrow, and we got Bobber today. This is your birthday bonus. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Hey, happy birthday, everybody. And yes, Caitlin, Chris, I know May's coming up, too. I was just being selfish. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I want to treat myself. Uh, <laughs> treat yourself. I got to get that from uh, Parks and Rec. Do you guys? Did you ever see that episode of Parks and Rec? Treat yourself. <laughs> yes. I love that episode. I love that episode so much. Uh, so anyway, we, we'll, we got some time for open phones. If you want to give a call, let's see what the uh, the robot will give the number slowly. One, three, three, zero, K, E, N, one, four, six, six. That's right, robot. The number is three, three, zero, five, three, six, 1466 or 330-KEN-1-GOO. As in, go do a goo goo church. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm just trying to find ways to make that work. And just every time I say it, I'm like, God damn it. 
Goo? It used to be Ken One Talk, and then the Russians came. <laughs> Fucking Russians. <laughs> Goddamn Russians! Goddamn you! Uh, <laughs> oh, Caitlin Chris says, "Oh, she was like she." Caitlin Chris was being selfish too when she she gave me a winky face. She's like, "So was I?" Winky face, funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what were you saying, Rain? I just I'm I'm angry at the Russians. I'm angry at Trump. I'm an angry woman. I'm just you're angry. in good company because Joe and I are angry men. I am. Yeah, but Joe has issues with Nancy Sinatra. So <laughs> we don't oh. talk. You had to bring, <laughs> had to bring that back up, huh? See, okay. I wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say anything else. <laughs> Nancy Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra's. These boots are made for walking. No, sir. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to call her Nancy Sinatra. Oh wow, that is. Did you know her personally, Joe? You know? That's horrible. Yeah, I, I did. She you did. <laughs> no. <Okay>. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, it was a long distance uh, dislike. You know. I don't even understand. I'm um, really Joe. It was the song too. You know, like I. Oh, it drove me crazy. Why? Why? We were in the streets screaming about Vietnam and singing, you know, uh, uh, we shall overcome and stuff. And she's saying, boots are made for walking. I mean, Jesus. There was a oh. juxtaposition of, okay, of, 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 of get this, everybody. culture you know and, 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 and cultural movement, you know? It was like, go away. I don't care about your fucking boots. Now, you know, how did I never think of this before? Uh, Caitlin Chris says, Kenny, the phone number can be 1330, uh, not 800. It's definitely not an 800. 330, Ken, 1-home. Because I am in my home. Nice. Just don't dial the E. There we go. I'm changing it. There we go. Caitlin Chris for the win. Ken, uh, 1-home. <laughs> um, um, home. Could it be Ohm? <laughs> <laughs> Can See, one ohm. <laughs> Scooter Cans. Scooter Cans says the best thing about Nancy Sinatra's music was the album cover. Yeah. God damn it. There you go. So, you hey, man. check it out. I we at least no, no. It, it was it wasn't a man thing. It was it was like you know sure. like things were going on and we weren't worried about freaking boots that are walking. A doom, 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 we were doom, doom. worried about you know the war and <laughs> we have a caller. We have a caller. Oh, Lee, okay. Lee again, welcome to the show. Would you like to settle this Nancy Sinatra debate, please? Come on, Lee. <laughs> no. <laughs> where do you stand yeah, where I do you stand in these boots? <laughs> I'm, I'm resolutely staying out of it. <laughs> okay, all right, good for you. So uh what's what's on your mind, Lee? Thanks for calling. Good to hear your voice, my friend. Hey, good to hear you too. I I just wanted to share, uh, this might be a good idea for everybody who's suffering from overload, but I've decided the rate at which all of this uh, appalling stuff is coming in, that I'm just going to loathe all of these people sort of uh, in aggregate instead of individually. That's a good good plan. Bulk, bulk loathing. Yeah, because it's just, who's got the time? Really. It's like the Sam's Club of loathing. 
Sure, you could buy one. We could buy a fork pack of toilet paper at you know uh, CVS, or you could go to Sam's Club and you could you know stock a, a bunker with you know a pallet of <laughs> yeah. toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one one time done. Sure, yeah, you know, just uh, one massive wipe, as it were. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Big roll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that see you could get the big roll like Joe says. The big <laughs> roll, the big roll like they have in in music venues and stuff where you know it's like a it's like a you know a, a fourteen inch wheel of toilet paper. <laughs> Just don't get don't get the don't get the economy stuff with the splinters still in. Now, yeah, yeah, the the under processed no. uh, stuff that nature's yeah. own. <laughs> yeah. right. It's I got a pine needle in mine. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but yes, Bark. but no, <laughs> a pine, a whole pine cone. Ooh, <laughs> just the tippy top. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so Lee, uh, <laughs> that that's a good plan. That is a good plan. What do you think of my plan of trying to look away every time I see Trump's face for the next year? I, I, I'm going to enjoy watching you try. <laughs> now, the, the thing that doesn't count are any pictures before today of Trump. So if, like, I do a tile image for a show or something, I'll just have to use, like, a screen cap from an old, you know, State of the Union or something like that. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best. Um, I'm, I'm already using one of those Facebook apps that uh, wipes anything uh, by keyword, you know, off your timeline or off your news feed ah. um, and boy did it clean it up i bet i bet you know i uh i put a kardashian filter on my browser oh did you yeah Why i did you need that yeah, it's a google app um because i would look up things and there would be something about kardashians like you know when i was just looking for anything oh and okay. so <laughs> i wow. uh so I found a, there, there's an app. It's a Kardashian filter for Google Chrome. <laughs> so do, go do a Google church. Go do a Google church. And no Kardashian will. shit will pop up. So, all right. Anything else, Lee, before we let you go? Oh, hell no. That's all. All right. Well, great hearing from you. And and, uh, and uh, what would you think of our call with Jeff? Oh, I was out. I didn't hear it. I'm very sorry. Oh, okay. That's what... That's what the podcast is for, so no worries. Um, but uh, you have a lovely night, and we will talk to you soon, my friend. Take care. All right. Keep on rocking, Bye-bye. brother. Bye-bye. Bye. So nice to hear Lee. Oh, he's a great guy. Lovely. He's, he's, uh, he is a, a true golden heart. Um, he, no, he's, he's a great dude. I, uh, I, can't, I don't even know how long we've been friends. Um, uh, we do, uh, we'll do at least one more call. Just, I mean, only one call. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, uh, 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-1-HOME. It's better than goo. <laughs> Just don't dial the E. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we have enough time for one more call. If you get in, in, if you dial now. We'll take your call, and you get like two minutes. Oh, yeah. But do it now, now. Yeah, do it, do now. it, do it. 
Uh, but yeah, so let's see um, if there's anything else we any other trouble we can get into before we. Uh, uh, well, well, let's let me ask you the two of you. Did did you do anything for Easter uh, yesterday, Joe? I, I did something. Let's see. Um, Not yesterday. Mo- Sunday. Sunday. I'm sorry. I did Not uh, last I sh- day. I should last day. Yeah. <laughs> see. Oh man. Yeah. I. I, I uh, um. I really, I really should have this. Last uh, day. Yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, we do have a call coming in, so we'll we'll find out what you did for Easter mo- in a moment. Okay. Yeah, but sure. um, all right. So calling in uh seven six two area code. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is the Clinster calling in from uh, somewhere around Atlanta. Oh, Clinster. I'm sorry. Hey, I, didn't, Clinster. I didn't have your phone number. Uh oh. Well, now Caitlin, Chris is calling in too. Everybody's calling. In. <laughs> all right, Clint. What's on your mind, sir? Oh God, I I don't know. It's just like uh, I'm kind. You know, tomorrow uh, is the 50th anniversary of the death of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah. And I am dreading the presidential statement that might come out about this anniversary. Yeah, um, that is if there is one. You know, uh, unless he's still going on about how um, Sinclair is uh, better news than fake news and uh, you know he can if he can't remember the name of the house that he's living in so uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it, yeah the tippy top house is what it's called the tippy top yes oh my god um, oh, man I, I but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's. But so you're, you're worried about the, the, the anniversary more than anything. You, you think it's going to, that somebody, there's some nefarious plot afoot. Well, I don't know. Uh, I know that I've been reading on, uh, social media about, uh, there's supposed to be some kind of alt-right thing today of like uh, punishing punish a Muslim day or something, some crap like that. Mm. And uh, which uh, which I haven't seen anything that has actually transpired from that. So you know, I think kind of like Operation American Spring is probably you know uh, much to do with that. <laughs> oh, nothing, but. Operation American Spring that was such a smashing success. Oh yeah, there were. <laughs> Dozens of people out there. Do, well, don't you remember their their amazing jingle that they had? And Caitlin, Chris, you are on the line, but we'll we'll get to you in a, in a moment here. I'm sorry about that, but Operation American <laughs> Spring, everybody. It's the spring. Operation American Spring. Come and join us. Hear a liberty sing. It's the spring. Join the excitement of our Operation American Spring Rally on May 16th in Washington, D.C. Show your patriotic support for our country and its constitution. OperationAmericanSpring.org Operation American Spring There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! All right, so, (laughs) well... Clint, you keep us posted oh. on that. Uh, but yeah, we—I gotta let you go because uh, you called in, and Caitlin, Chris called in at the same time, and I want to give her a minute or two here. Sure. So, uh, okay, but uh, go ahead. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Penis. 
Oh, see, you sneaky Pete. I knew you were going to pull that one out. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house. All right. Good night, Clancy. Thanks for calling, man. Love you. Good night. Good night, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So, uh, Kayla, Chris, uh, you're our last hey, call of the night. Penis, what do you, What's on your mind? Penis out. So, oh, yes, just, he did. Don't say penis in this house. He did, Rain. Go ahead, Kayla, Chris. Okay. I'm just thinking that, yeah, I... Trump and this whole thing, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't even. The, and the Operation American Spring, like I said in the chat room, it's only it's only if you're white and male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's it. Because it's a penis size contest. See, that's <laughs> also penis in this house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are correct. You are correct. But yeah, so uh, and uh, we should mention this too, uh, Caitlin, Chris. You're going to be on uh, Resistor Sisters. You're going to be filling in for Rain tomorrow. So that's yep. very exciting. You, Susan, Heidi, and uh, will will uh, give us three hours of glorious goodness. No, no, I'm sorry, an hour and a half. <laughs> Not three hours. I mean, if Susan Susan's, wants to do three hours, we, we could Susan's yelling from the other room, not three hours! So, <laughs> oops. Sorry. Oh, that's great that you're filling in. I didn't know that. Yeah, K Kenny asked, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, I'm just wondering, Kenny, did, does Susan have a topic? Don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an email later tonight or early tomorrow. So uh, we we got a couple okay. things. Uh, they're still sorting some things out, but yeah, I think there is a, a pretty solid one or well, definitely a couple topics. Um, but uh, okay. I, I but, just yeah. want to be prepared, you know. No worries, I'll get you some stuff. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we're gonna have to let you go because we're right at the top of the hour. But thanks for calling and saying penis. Don't say penis in this house. Uh, appreciate it. Happy anniversary, Rain and Bob. Thank you. All right. Seriously, Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye, Caitlin. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, when we come back, uh, we will find out exactly what Joe and Rain did for Easter, but we do have to go to the break, so everybody hang tight. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll also play a little bit more audio, and, of course, we're going to do some Mad Libs at the end of the show, everybody, because we got to. We got to get our Mad Libs on, right? Right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, so, yes, 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 yes. Yes, we do. So, all right. Uh, I'm going to go we'll, listen to Nancy Sinatra during yes. the break. Well, it is the tippy top of the break, so we need to go. Uh, we'll be okay. right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
And now, on with the show. Probably nobody's been tougher to Russia than Donald Trump. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Hour 3 of the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me on the program, Joe Santorsis, Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Also heard on The Tim Carmel Show, which you will be able to hear at 10.15 p.m. Eastern, right here after Turn Up the Night is done. Best of the clown car Ooh. this week. Yes, nice. you're going to get nice. some classic clown cars. Looking along forward with to some it. Lauren Meyer Mayer uh, songs. How about nice, that? very good, very good. Um, any any clown cars in particular you'd like to tease? Y- you know, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. So All right, I don't know. all right. There we go. Uh, n- now, rumor had it my clown car might ma- might be making uh, one of the best of the clown cars, but I don't know. I I can't see how it could have missed. Uh, we'll see. Uh, if uh, I'll be super honored if it's in there, but if not, I totally get it because you've had some amazing clown cars of late. Um, but and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Hi, I'm back. The swamp not drained. All right. Well, you know, it's full of borscht. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm, you know, borscht delicious uh you know i i i love beets and i uh i've only eaten borscht like twice but i liked it so uh, you know when i say that it's not that out of derision for the food itself it's just um it's just a a stereotype for russians (laughs) putin is not delicious borscht is yeah yeah so, but you know, when you, when I say enjoy the borscht comrades to the Trump cult, uh, Trump cultists in the, uh, you know, that, that place that I should never visit. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um, they're like, I wouldn't eat that shit. And I'm like, oh, sure. Cool story. Whatever. Whatever, Boris. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, maybe, maybe I just had a thought because you see, uh-huh. I'm gonna be putting my garden in. Mm-hmm. I'm growing beets this year. Nice, growing beets, and so maybe in the future we can talk about a gardening. Your victory garden, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, that would be fun to have a gardening show because I just don't have thumbs when it comes to gardening. Uh, I hate oh, it. <laughs> I, talk into it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's like having pets outside. We could do a gardening show. I might just have to, you know, hang back and go. Hmm, sounds interesting. <laughs> Joe, do you garden? I do. Oh, then maybe we could. 
You guys have plenty of fertilizer, natural fertilizer in your households. Uh, no, you know. dog no. poop does not count. <laughs> God damn it. I know. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, can't use that. Uh, you know, what was this was funny. I, I, I'm going to say one last thing about my Easter is they, um, the, 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 my uh, sister-in-law has a, a not quite housebroken little female pup. And, um, I was, we were walking out and I was like, Oh, look, it looks like the Easter bunny left a Tootsie roll for somebody over there behind the chair. <laughs> and my, my one nephew was like, <gasps> and got up and, uh, Noah got up and ran because he was like, so sugar hide up. It wasn't even funny. And he like ran and he looked at it and then he looked at me like, <sighs> so like, don't eat that Tootsie roll kids. But anyway, Joe, How I was at, did uh, they like the lasagna? They did. They did like the lasagna, and the kids loved the Easter baskets we put together from Sweeties, the big candy warehouse awesome. uh, near us as well, and the Matchbox cars and all that stuff, and of course the the Easter Bunny saving the day. Well, Timby, Timby, the fake Easter Bunny saving the day. Uh, but yeah, so Joe, I was asking you uh, what 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 you did for Easter. I don't didn't want to get back to that, and then we'll find out what Rain did. You said you ate ham. Well, ate ham. Uh, ate uh, lemon lush. What's which that? Is very good. Um, and we had some very hot horseradish. What's lemon lush? Lemon lush is like you take a nice crust, like a mm-hmm. pie crust, okay. and then you put a lemony filling in there, and then you top it with whipped cream. So it's almost like a lemon meringue pie. A lot lighter, though. Yeah. And a lot thicker. Sounds delicious. Yeah. It's Ooh. delicious. And we had, you know, all the sides, you know, potato salad. Uh, we had a Greek salad. We had a lot of stuff. We had Panera bread. Love Panera. Panera fresh, yes. Um, and we had sweets, and we had a uh, egg souffle. We had sort of like a brunch lunch. Yeah. And then we played old episodes of Good Mythical Morning. <laughs> oh. And everybody laughed. That's great. That's great. So what was uh yeah, everybody really? Is there really? what 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 episode uh stood out for you or anybody else? Well, you know, as you know, they they vary in length. You know. They do. They so, do. So, yeah. So I um Link will always say his is bigger though. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> speaking of Speaking of, of, of uh, uh, you know, bigger, uh, the uh, dowel with the donut. They did the donut oh, yeah, taste yeah. off. Uh-huh. Did you see that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've so seen most it, of the taste, blind taste tests, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and as they were describing them, everybody at the table knew which donuts were which, even though they were telling us on the screen. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, yeah, the cakey donut is the Dunkin' Donut, and mm. the, the really good donut is always going to be the Krispy Kreme. But whatever. Yeah. And then there was the episode about, um, we watched the episode about uh, the Disney World fill in the blanks, like facts about Disney World you never knew. Oh, was that the one Dis- with the, the underwear? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then finally we watched the one about, uh, they showed the baby pictures. Is it a celebrity or a serial killer? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. 
They had the guy from The Office on. Oh, um... Oh, what's his name? Was it Rain? Well, not Rain Wilson. The guy from the 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 warehouse guy, uh, Roy. I forgot his that, name. Oh no no no, Daryl Daryl. Um, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. His, yeah. Craig Ferguson. No no <laughs> no. It's Craig. It's no, Craig. No. It's Craig something. I can't remember his his last name. It is Craig something. But yeah yeah, yeah Daryl from the the office. Yeah, he was he was the the uh, the host of the uh, uh, game show. And no. that was funny. They're yeah, they're yeah. they're a, really a hilarious group. Well, I'm glad. You, so you had a little bit of family over or friends? Yeah, just the Barb sisters and my brother-in-law. And yeah, we had a good time. Nice, nice. How about you, Rain? What? How was your uh, your Easter? Our Easter was lovely. Um, so we live in a group of townhouses, about five of us, right next to each other, and everybody has children. Mm-hmm. So we had a group Easter egg hunt. Nice. Egg hunt. And um, being that Bob and I don't have children, we served mimosas and Bloody Marys. Ah, good neighbors. Like a good neighbor, Ray and Bob are there. So So everybody had the mimosas, Bloody Marys. Then they went off to do their, you know, brunch thing. And uh, the rest of the day we were exhausted because we did morning drinking. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Uh, but well, that that sounds we, fun. Our Easter dinner actually was wings, buffalo wings. Wings, I dig it. I dig it. That sounds good. Um, and uh, all right, so uh, but uh, but yeah, day drinking that'll that'll get you every time. It'll catch up to you. Morning drinking. Yeah. Ten a.m. Well, now yeah, now you know how everybody in Cleveland felt on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I survived. I survived, everyone. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's get to a little bit of audio here, um, uh, before we, uh, get too long in the tooth on this segment here. Um, and, uh, this is, uh, uh, finally, uh, some jail time for, uh, in the Trump, the, the Mueller investigation, everybody. This is exciting. Uh, CNN, Brianna Keelar and Evan Perez talking about Alex Vander's one. Uh, a Manafort attorney who, uh, not James Vanderbeek, but Alex Vanderswan, uh, <laughs> jail time and a fine, finally. And this is, again, the tip of the iceberg, folks. The first sentence in the special counsel's probe has been brought down. Tell us about this. A Dutch lawyer, Alex Vanderswan. That, that's right, Brianna. 30 days in jail is what the judge just sentenced uh, Alexander Vanderswan. He's going to pay a $20,000 fine. Uh, the federal judge said that Vanderswan took steps to ingratiate himself with Paul Manafort and Rick Gates. Paul Manafort, the former campaign, man, uh, campaign chairman for the Trump campaign, and that he hid uh, his, uh, his lies from the, his own law firm, and that's why he lied. According to the judge uh, and according to prosecutors, Vanderswan uh, concealed uh, some very key information that the prosecutors were, were, were interested in, including the fact that Rick Gates was in uh, frequent contact with someone who the FBI says is a Russian intelligence agent. Uh, this is a man by the name of Konstantin Kalimnik, and this occurred during the 2016 campaign, in the middle of the 2016 campaign. So now uh, we know uh, that Van Der is going to be serving 30 days in jail. He could, could have faced up to six months, uh, but we always knew that, uh, that it was going to be on the lower end of the scale. Uh, 
Uh, he, this means that uh, he's likely going to be able to get back home to London where his wife is expected to give birth in, in August. That's something that was very key for his defense team. They argued, they said that he deserved no jail time. Prosecutors uh, in court today, Brianna said that uh, what he did and what his give, giving him a sentence uh, today uh, basically serves as, a, as an example for what happens when you lie to investigators, Brianna. Yeah, and, so, and that's really the thing, right, is this message of if you are not fully honest with the special counsel's probe, with these investigators, then you're going to pay a price. That's sort of what, that, that's, that is just what he's putting out there, because obviously none of the folks who are talking right. to Robert Mueller want to go to jail for 30 days, want to spend $20,000 in a fine. Right, exactly. And I think that's obviously one of the, the things that I think everybody who goes before Mueller, and if you listen to people who are close to the president, I think this is one of the warnings that you, you hear uh, from people who are close to the president, is that you know before you agree to do an interview with Robert Mueller and his investigators, you got to make sure that you have your ducks in a row, make sure you have your story straight, and most importantly, you've got to make sure that you don't lie, because this is exactly what happens. Now, again, this is the first person to be sentenced in what? is now uh, almost a year-long investigation by the special counsel. Uh, so this is an important milestone in this investigation, Brianna. Oh, it sure is. Uh, warms the old cockles, doesn't it? If there's one thing I love, it's a warm cockle. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure that Vandersloof is going to say the same thing. Yeah, uh, Trojan Rabbit says, want to see your wife give birth? Don't fucking lie, you fucking piece of shit. Should have gotten the full mi- six months. Fuck him. I agree. I, I don't think, oh, but, but he's going to have a baby. Oh, he's the first person in the world to have a baby. So we better just make sure that he doesn't pay for his crimes. So I actually uh, think the fact that he only got 30 days was kind of a shot across the bow from the Mueller investigation. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it, it is... Uh, I, I felt that way, too, but honestly, six months, that would have been... That would have been a hell of a shot across the bow. Yeah, okay. I can't disagree. But he's the first guy who's going to jail. Yeah. It, it's not going to get easier from here on in. I agree. I concur. I concur. So... I mean, you know, this is the guy who put John Gotti away. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. This is the guy who put John Gotti away. This is true. This is true. Uh, so, Joe, a- any thoughts on uh, uh, any more thoughts on that? Uh, you know, that's what Beretta said. You know, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Yeah. Or like the shadow says, the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody's doing time. I really. I am I'm too. glad somebody's doing time. I know that you know. I know my my friend Trojan. I know he wants. He wants like he wants that guy put up against the wall. Oh, he wants blood. He wants blood. I do too. But I I I uh, I, I get that. I can. I actually get that. But I do feel like this really is a shot across the bow. Yeah. Where. You know, Mueller's team is sending the word. You get to agree, you know, work with us, tell us the truth, because this guy is getting the least of what you are all going to get. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, you know, so I'm 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 riding the fence. I'm riding the fence on this one um, because I, I totally hear where Paul is coming from. That's immediately where my brain went. Um, I, but yeah, I'm there too. But, I, I but I'm with that. I'm with you as well. Saying you know what, this is this is just the tip. This is just the tip tippy top or the tipsy tippy tip tippy. top shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. This is just the tippy top shape. Um, what this guy did is not half as much as what Gates did, Manafort did, Flynn did, Papadopoulos. Mm-hmm. Am I missing any other names? I, uh, I, 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 I'm the wrong person to ask at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> you so know, I'm looking at I'm looking at this this guy Vander, whatever. Can we just call him that guy with James Vanderplatt? James Vanderplatt. Vanderplatt. No, it's not Vanderplatt. Vander- That's it's Vanderswan. <laughs> Alex Vanderswan. Dick Van Dyke. Dick, Dick Van, Dyke. Van Dyke. Adrian Vandenberg. <laughs> Alex Eddie Van Halen. God damn it. Van Hindenburg. <laughs> he what he did, what he did, I and I think we'll find out more in the future. It doesn't seem half as much as what Flynn, Papadopoulos, Manafort, mm. and all those other yeah. guys are already been charged with he well, gets scoo- 30 days scooter so cans these other mother- yeah. go ahead sorry go ahead no finish your thought no these other mofos are probably like oh well 30 days i'm gonna hang out and i feel like no no you're dancing with the wrong mueller this guy dances for keeps cue up uh 30 days in the hole by humble pie everybody play that for yeah. vanderplatt so <laughs> vandershart <laughs> Um, Art Vandalay says Jay Colley. Uh, but uh, uh, Scooter Can says lots of people have predicated Manafort and dies in jail. I'm hoping he has lots of company. Amen. 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 All right, Joe, any other quick thoughts? We got another longer audio clip here, too, from uh, uh, that uh, I believe you sent me with that CNN New Day panel about Manafort and what he needs to look out for. Well, let's play that. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So this has, uh, 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 of course, CNN New Day. What's, uh, of course, it has Allison Camerota and God. Why can't I remember that other dude's name who's who took uh, Cuomo's place? Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, David David Chalian and Paul Callen are on the panel, and there's some guy named John, and they didn't put his name up on the Chiron, so I don't know who he is. But um, yeah, here's a uh, uh, yeah Manafort. Look at. Let's talk about the uh, what we now know from this newly released classified info, um, sorry memo about what Robert Mueller was tasked with from Rod Rosenstein, the deputy AG, in terms of the scope. What's the significance of what we've learned last night? I'll be curious to hear what others uh, think about this, but to me, I feel like this is now part of a drip, drip, drip out of Mueller that seems to be direct messaging to Paul Manafort uh, and and trying to apply greater pressure to Manafort uh, to consider perhaps uh, flipping in this investigation. Uh, because everything that is coming out of the Mueller operation right now, every filing, you can read in there as if it's like a, 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 a not-so-hidden message from Bob Mueller to Paul Manafort, I'm coming for you. I've got all this going your way. 
that that's how I read this information coming you know, out last night. You know, interesting, Paul Callum, because you take this with what we learned a couple weeks ago, that Rick Gates, uh, that it's not just about getting to Paul Manafort in the case of Rick Gates. It was actually about his contacts with Russian intelligence. And now with Paul Manafort, it's not just about his business dealings prior to his time on the campaign. It's also about this open question of collusion. It shows that the scope of this investigation still remains very broad. It's, it started with the Russian connection, and it looks like it's going to end with the Russian connection. And what's interesting about this is that Manafort's lawyers are taking this very aggressive stance. And they're saying, you know something, Mueller didn't have the right to invest the money laundering aspects of the uh, indictment of Manafort. It's because if, he, if they did, it was, it's a blank check. It's like saying the special prosecutor could investigate anything, and so everything should be dismissed. Uh, the response to this uh, by the Justice Department um, has been, no, that's not at all true. We, uh, he had uh, uh, an authorization that said if you come across crimes relevant to the Russia investigation, they in fact can be investigated, and certainly the money laundering, the connection to the Ukraine, highly relevant because the road to Russia leads through Ukraine. That's where Manafort had connections. Those were the early uh, Trump administration connections, and that's what he's yeah, I mean, people act like Ukraine is this sort of, you know, orbiting planet. I mean, you, it, <laughs> it, it, he was working for the pro-Russian government in, in right. Ukraine, right? That's I mean, right. This, it is connected to that central issue. Who, who Russia had influenced their elections, yeah. so there's a, a pattern there. But what I think is also significant is the Manafort's arguments that collusion that hasn't been authorized, that investigation, that's off the table now. And Trump and Manafort are in need to confront the fact that Trump's own Justice Department has sanctioned this area of investigation, direct collusion. Yep. So that, that, I think, is really significant. In addition to the Wall Street Journal reporting, which is that they're looking at Roger Stone and potential connections with Assange around DSC. DSC. But they're still hoping, John, in the end, to turn Manafort. I mean, it's clear yep. as day that Mueller always thought that Manafort was the key to everything, to the Russian connection. And now Manafort's facing of his life in prison. He could still turn, possibly, and give information to Mueller that might be helpful in the investigation. And that's what this press is about. By the Justice Department. Mm, ooh, more than thirty days in the hole. Yep. This is a message. Yeah, uh, like you said, shot across the bow. But Joe, uh, what was uh, you sent? I believe you sent me that. What was your uh, uh, favorite part of all that? Well, I think you know that. I think I think we all know that Mueller is moving very methodically. Um, and I think in the Vanderswan, is that his name, Vanderswan? Yeah. Sentencing, uh, there was a footnote in there that he mentioned. And I think that was very important. And the footnote is that this whole investigation into collusion on Manafort is was authorized by Rosenstein. Mm-hmm. So this whole idea that he is like going beyond his mandate is all bullshit. And I think, like they said, that was the shot across the bow. That's telling anybody who thinks that they're going to try to wiggle out of something saying, oh, he's just, he doesn't have the right to... to to find to catch me, <laughs> you know, yeah. doing yeah, that. that was, and I'm really glad that Joe brought that up because that broke, I think, last night, the Rosenstein memo that said, no, nope, Mueller can go after him. Mueller can go after Manafort and everything. It was pretty much everything 
And that Rosenstein said, Mueller's, Mueller's, his, his problem with his, with, you know, basically it comes down to Mueller went into the court and said that, you know, or not Mueller, Manafort went into court and said, Mueller can't come after me because this is not under his jurisdiction. Yeah. And that Rosenstein came out and said, yeah, kind of is. Here's the, here's (laughs) my memo. Yeah, and Trump's uh, Trump's uh, Trump is taking the uh, Arrested Development uh, approach. <laughs> do, do, do you remember the lawyer in Arrested Development? Bob Lobla. Bob Lobla. Scott, <laughs> yeah. Scott Bayo, who probably would be Trump's best. He, he's probably going to hire him for an attorney now because nobody else will work for him. But yeah, well, Bob Lobla. Do you remember his his uh, his commercial, Bob Lobla? Uh, uh, I don't, but yes. I'm going to have to, uh, I do not, uh, but I might have to get it for next show. He, he said, he said, after all, why should you go to jail for a crime somebody else noticed? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'll have to look for that, you know. But, you know, they might have committed some light treason. There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Treason so. light. Uh, yeah, why, all right. should, why, should, why should you go to jail for uh, a crime somebody else noticed? Yeah, sure, sure. Makes sense. It's not fair. Not fair at all. Uh, but anyway. One person's uh, going to jail for 30 days. Mm-hmm. I just, I still feel like he's going to jail for 30 days being like, hey, mofos, I got 30 days. Flip. Flip now, because you're going to jail for a lot longer than me. Yeah. Well, uh, in honor of uh, Vander Zwan, um, I actually, while you guys were talking, went and purchased uh, 30 Days in the Hole by Humble Pie and have it queued up to play right after the, the Doors song, Love Street, that's on hold uh, after this program is over. Uh, so, and right before the Tim Carmel show, if you don't know the song, it's a great, it's a great, good, uh, great, good. It's a good, great, uh, (laughs) classic rock tune. Um, yes. Covered by Mr. Big at one point, 30 days in the hole. You're going to want, not going to want to miss it, but I'll tell you what, we got to go to the break right now. Uh, the song coming up here picked by handpicked by Jeff Ferries himself. And thanks again, Jeff, for sending the CDs of your music. But uh, Sad Mr. Lincoln coming up, and this comes to us. I'm sorry, I'm reaching. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Shadowbox, Provincial Redneck, uh, Sad Mr. Lincoln, cut six from the album. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and go to break when we come back. Well, we might have one more story, uh, but we also have lots of Mad Libs. Thank you. The chat room was on fire tonight, filling out the Mad Libs. It was good. Very little work for Rain and Joe tonight. You won't have to work as hard as Melania did on the egg, uh, the egg on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's hard work. Oh, very, it's very hard work. Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, we're going to so, go ahead and run to the break. Sad Mr. Lincoln, once again, by Shadow Box from Provincial Redneck coming up. Debut, uh, smash debut hit right here on Indie Media Weekly. Right next. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Blah, blah, blah. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com
Mr. Lincoln up all night Haunting the hallways in search of the light He wants the war to end He wants the war to end If only teardrops could wash away blood only time is gonna heal this flood He wants the war to end He wants the war to end Clamoring the freedom's bell Wakes him up with its definite death Out of sadness, restless dreams Grieving mothers that cry and Sad Mr. Lincoln racks his brain Words of sunlight when there's so much rain He wants the war to end He wants the war to end Out of bondage, he freed the slaves Traded their suffering for so many graves He wants the war to end He wants the war to end him up with its definite nail Out of sadness, restless dreams Grieving mothers that cry and scream Mr. Lincoln used to walk sometimes Searching for peace that he just can't find He wants the war to end He wants the war to end He wants the war to end He wants war to end Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. <laughs> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, uh, where was it? Uh, Maryland, uh, wherever Jeff was from. St. Mary's County. St. Mary's County. Sounds like the name of his next album, St. Mary's County. Um, But yeah, a great song there from Shadowbox, Provincial Redneck, uh, Sad Mr. Lincoln. Lincoln in his bathrobe. So I remember that. I'll file that away. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good stuff. I'm really glad to have all this music, uh, on the network and, uh, shareable with, uh, of course, our, all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. But of course, welcome back Rain and Joe. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, cause I think there's, <laughs> well, yeah, Joe for you, I'm going to have to play this. I think this is our, yeah, this is our last bit of audio we have. Um, and Joe, you were kind of enamored by the epic beatdown uh, that Hugh Hewitt got. <laughs> oh, um, I can't stand to look at that man. Oh my God. He's got a like this a lizard the one mouth. With painter. Yeah, it is. So let's let's yeah. go ahead and uh, f- file this under. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Here we go. Um, epic verbal beatdown. Yeah, so epic verbal beatdown on Stephanie Rule's show, Rule and Velshi. Uh or no, what's I think it was just her solo show. Um Yeah. Yeah. 
So Richard Painter throttled Hugh Hewitt over uh, EPA Secretary Scott Pruitt's $50 a night uh, stay at some lobbyist house in uh, in D.C. The condo. The condo. He's paying fifty dollars a, a night. night here in DC. I got listen, Tell, I, Rain. I gotta. Get to I, it, I gotta. I want to. I want to ask you right now because the question never is answered by you, you it, uh, or Hugh Screw it, like you called him, uh, <laughs> Joe. Um, uh, or screw it and Pruitt. Um, but yeah. So, uh, how much would it cost the uh, the cheapest place? Uh, in DC, uh, in DC proper, to to uh, a night for a hotel or motel. Oh, it's not fifty dollars a night. You cannot get a hotel room in DC, even in off season, for less than one hundred and fifty dollars. You can't get a. I mean, I don't think in Cleveland you can get a hotel for fifty dollars a night. And if you do, oh, you don't want to stay in it. <laughs> Thank you. That's the other part of it. You yeah. can't. Yeah, so Scott's idea that he is paying for a room, a room, mm-hmm. $50 a night whenever he stays, not by the month, just by the night. Like, hi, I'm not going to be there. It's Tuesday. I'm not going to be there tonight. And, and but I'll be there Thursday. Do either of you know uh, the what lobbyist this is? Uh, because I, 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 I knew at the time, but uh, um, is it an NRA lobbyist? lobbyist? From, from what I understand, the woman who is a partial owner of the condo, she's a healthcare lobbyist. Her husband oh. is an energy lobbyist. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that makes sense. And for it's the... only a couple blocks away from the, uh, you know, from Congress. Yeah. This and is, K this Street. is pay for play. $50 a night yeah. for one room. That's horseshit. And... and- and it's not occupied when he's not there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was saying before. It's Nonsense. not occupied when he's not there. He only pays for it when he's there. All right. So so here in in this is oh, the funny the it. funny thing about um Hugh Hewitt is he's been friends with Scott Pruitt for a long time. Hewitt and Pruitt. Um God. and uh Hugh Hewitt's son works for the EPA. So so here here he goes talking through his nose about how this isn't shady at all. And Richard Painter, he's just like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now, you better <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth. Uh, so <laughs> I love Richard Painter. He's 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 amazing. Um, but yeah, so and Richard Painter was an ethics guy for the Bush administration, right? Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, again, fucking bizarro world, man. So yeah, it, it deserves one more time. Here we go. Hugh Hewitt, when was the last time you stayed in Washington, D.C.? Uh, a month ago in my own home, which, by the way, I have often given to friends, but Mr. Uh, Pruitt could not use it because of the gift rules. That's okay. one of the funny Ooh. things about this, Stephanie. When you've got friends in Washington and you come to town for five months and your wife is at home with the last five months of your son finishing high school, you can't stay at a friend's oh, house because of the gift rules. Cool. Despite Mr. Painter's <laughs> passion, which is misplaced. Hugh, you cannot stay at a lobbyist's house when you're the EPA chief and your work Actually, could directly impact Stephanie, theirs. 
John Boehner stayed at a lobbyist house, rented it from him for 10 years as majority leader John of the House. It goes to whether or not it's a gift. And by the way, True. it's not owned by Stephen Hart, who's been a friend of mine, again, transparency for 25 years. You don't think $50 a night is a gift? How much do you think, how much do you think hotel rooms cost in Washington? I, I, all I'm telling you is it was reviewed by the career. Oh, just so you know, um, oh. every time Hugh Hewitt is asked, how much do you think a hotel room costs in Washington, D.C.? He never mm-hmm. answers. He never he doesn't. answers. Yeah. Lobby, the, the career deputy senior associate general and the ethics official at the agency, for whom I have no knowledge but great deal of respect. Mr. Painter doesn't. He's entitled to pass judgment on whomever he wants. But there's a oh, reason he's in Minnesota, not you. Washington, D.C. And that reason goes back to whether or not you have due regard for other professionals' work. I do. I have heard Excuse only good things me, about Mr. I am Minoli. fed up with people being attacked in Minnesota sure you are. in my state. We elect people in Washington, D.C., we are sick and tired of K Street lobbyists who look down on us in Minnesota and say, well, this is the reason you're in Minnesota. Instead of raking in money in Washington, D.C. on K Street and leasing out a room for $50 a night to the EPA administrator. This is corruption. This is why the people of Minnesota and every other state here in flyover country, where you want to look down on us, we are going to vote these people out. It's disgusting what you just said about people in Minnesota. That somehow we are here because we don't play by your rules in Washington, D.C. We're going to shut it down. We're going to drain the swamp for sure. And this backfill they brought in from New York, we're going to send those people back to New York, New Jersey, wherever they came from, with the Trump brought on down. Oh! In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Richard Painters knocked the snot out of Hugh Hewitt. That was amazing. Just, yeah. And if you saw Hewitt's freaking face would he had he yeah. put that grin on his face like uh, i'm smarter than you oh yeah you yeah. know the thing that really does and i'm glad he brought this up and it does irritate me this guy scott pruitt is paying fifty dollars a night whenever he needs the room this is so important this is this is something i think that the media is missing out on if if the room isn't available, the room is never not available. Mm-hmm. It it it's just simply hi. I want that room tonight. Oh, okay. You can come stay in that room. It's not it's not an Airbnb. It's a room that is completely empty yes. at pretty much every time until Scott Pruitt needs it. Yeah, and it's... there are other stories going on around. There's another room in that condo where his daughter stays. It's so it's so corrupt. It's so corrupt. It's really corrupt. And it's, it's used really by corrupt. it's used by Republican members of Congress to meet lobbyists and have meetings. And With possibly af- possibly yes. affairs, possibly affairs too. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, some say, but, uh, some say there's some, the, they call it, you know, it a Hugh lot Hewitt of times. said that, you know, John Boehner was staying, Hugh Hewitt brought up that John Boehner was staying at the C Street house. Yeah. He didn't say the C Street house, but that's where he was staying. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole other controversy that if it, we could cover it, yeah. whatever. 
and and his central Pruitt argument is the head of the Environmental Protection Agency. He's a yes. He's a member of the cabinet. And his central it's, argument was flimsy at best. When she asked him, how much does a hotel room cost in Washington? Dodge. He came back with, yeah, he came back with, uh, this was uh, approved by the ethics know. person, who I don't know, but I have great respect for. Well, first yeah. of all, just because the ethics person, who is a career employee at the EPA, approved it, doesn't make it right. Okay, because no, you don't know anything about that ethics person or any kind of pressure he was under to approve it, and you can't have respect for somebody you don't know. Okay, so you don't know anything about the approval, and that doesn't answer the question: What's the fair value of that townhouse in Washington D.C.? Is not fifty dollars? No, it's not. Yeah, it, it really the, that's is the not. crux. That's the crux, the, that's the crux of the argument. The crux of the argument, not who who approved it. I don't give a fuck who approved it. It's worth more Especially than fifty. If you go down to the idea of how much does a hotel room cost right, right now? Yeah. We 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 we're in Cherry Blossom Festival. You're not going to find a hotel room for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, you no, know I I just said fifty dollars is ridiculous. Well, I used just to stay in Crystal City, it was one hundred and twenty. Yeah, I mean, just out of curiosity, I've looked into possibly renting out, like, you know, houses or condos or, you know, whatever for, you know, fantasy trips or vacations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and $50 a day, that's cute. That's yeah, adorable. That's cute. You cannot rent <laughs> a studio apartment. $50 yeah. a day. So let's say $50 a day. How much is that for a month? Well, uh, that's what uh, uh, three hundred and fifty dollars a week. So fifteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. say fifteen hundred. dollars. DC for that much money. You right. can't a right. studio apartment. I, I oh it. I I looked at well here uh, anecdote for everybody in case you don't know. Um, when Jacob Dean left. Uh, uh, the Tom Hartman show. He contacted me first uh, to see if I wanted to take his job. And I f pretty much figured I wasn't going to leave because we own a house here in Cleveland and everything. And I'm, I'm happy with the way things are here. But I was like, you know what, Jacob, I'm going to look into it, see if it's doable. We, you know, at the time we didn't have our mortgage paid off. Um, and I was like, let, let me see if it's doable for me to rent a place and everything I looked at, even the dumpiest place I could find to rent. Um, it was, it was, you know, you know, between 1500 and $2,000 yeah, for a small little place. Like seven, eight years ago. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Six, seven years ago, something like that. Yeah. It hasn't um, gotten better. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it, it hasn't gotten better. You're, you're right. So, you know, I, I entertained the, the, the notion, but it was like, no, this is nuts. And in even the places I was looking at, they sucked. They weren't condos. The, you know, they weren't nice places. They weren't furnished there. You know, it, <laughs> it was like, you know, it, it, like you said, a studio apartment is what I was looking at. And it was really expensive. So, anyway, well, I'll tell you what, we're we're running long, uh, and we got to get some Mad Libs right now. So, 
I think Richard Painter is right. And I think you uh, oh, totally. it is a douche. And I don't know you what he's doing it. on M- MS- MSNBC. They send him to Fox where he belongs. Yeah, shit can that guy. Well, Laura Ingram might be leaving soon. <laughs> might be a job opening. You never know. Uh, since she's taken an unexpected hiatus from her program after 22 sponsors or whatever left. Um, and it was planned. It was a planned vacation. Oh, yeah. It was uh, in the spirit of the Holy Week. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get to Mad Libs right now. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. We only have a few words we need here, uh, or digits, as it were. Rain, I'll give you the first one. Uh, number, please. Uh, 24. 24. Joe, a verb ending in S. Skis. 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 Uh, same for you, Rain. That's Another a- verb ending in S. Um, verb. Action. Action. Runnings. What is it? Runnings. Well, runs. Okay. Be it. That. Yeah. And. All right. That's all right. Um, Joe, an adverb. Um, describing a verb. <laughs> describing motley. All right. Uh, and rain. I'm sorry, but a verb. <laughs> Shocked. Uh, shock. Shock. Yes. Um. Mm, okay. Uh, oh, that's... Oh, no, no, no. Last one. Joe, lucky ducky. Part of the body. Larynx. Larynx. All right, there we go. Uh, okay, everybody. So the first Mad Lib we have for tonight is driving tips. Is it tipsy-topsy? <laughs> I just wonder, tippy-toppy, tippy? Tip-top shape. Tippy. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. No, you, no, nobody ever does. Nobody no. ever does. That is nonsense. So here we go. Mad Libs driving tips. This is from. Would have punched him. <laughs> what? Don't you wish the bunny would have punched him? Kinda, kinda. President left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from fifty years of Mad Libs, this is driving tips. Driving a car can be fun if you follow this bloated advice. When approaching a sorbet on the right, always blow your arrow. Before making a pukey turn, nobody wants to make a pukey turn, always stick your larynx out the window. That actually kind of makes sense. Mm, Yeah, sort of. Every 2,000 miles, have your buttercup inspected and your ramen checked. When approaching a school, watch out for freaky Republicans. <laughs> That's funny, because they do hang out, hang out around schools, either waiting to pick up a date or kill people. 
and the last bit of the uh, last driving tipsy topsy. Um, above all, drive foul. The banana you save may be your own. I love, sa- I love saving bananas. All right. Next one is how to study. Oh, if any kids are listening, you're going to want to take this to heart. Uh, how to study. Chipped chipped teachers are always... <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Chipped teachers always give out devious assignments. But as everyone knows, if you want to pass all your classes so you can go to a Death Star and become president of a big international sugar and have millions of sorbets in the bank. I'm sorry. I think you sorbet twice. Uh, you must do your homework and study motley. If you just sit around and shock, you won't get ahead in life. You must learn to pay attention to every corrupt thing your teacher says. Do not interrupt or whisper to other tacos during class. I love whispering to tacos. People call me the taco whisperer. That was my nickname in high school. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, Be sure to have a nice hungry notebook in which you can write down anything the teacher says that seems outrageous. Then go home and memorize all those dreaded notes. Uh, When your teacher gives you a surprise quiz, you will know all of the corn puddings. Yeah. We got thunder going out here in Cleveland. Got the first thunder I've heard in a while here. Thunder. It's not thunder. Thunder snow, is it? Uh, no, it's it's raining. It's it's pretty warm outside. So, not super warm, but you know, a sweatshirt warm, I would say. Hoodie warm. All right, so I saved this one for last. Uh, this is Alice's upside down world because I kind of feel like we're in that. And also, of course, Alice in Wonderland has rabbits and hares in it and things like that. So it's kind of Easter themed almost. Kind of. But here we go. Lewis Carroll's classic Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, as well as its boozy sequel, Through the Looking Egg, have enchanted both young and old costumes for the last 24 years. (laughs) It's been a little bit longer than that. Alice's, uh, Alice's furtive adventures begin when she skis down a freaky hole <laughs> and lands in a, and lands in a strange, strange and topsy-turvy beat. A topsy-turvy beat? Is that anything like a tippy-top? Tip-top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Okay. Or topsy-turvy. Uh, yeah, I would believe it if he said that it was topsy-turvy in the, in the White House right now. Uh, there she discovers she can become a, a tall borscht or a small CD <laughs> simply by nibbling on alternate sides of a magic pierogi. <laughs> I love magic pierogies. pierogies. Magic pierogies are even better than oh, regular pierogies. In her travels through Wonderland, Alice runs with such remarkable characters uh, as the white (laughs) cast iron skillet, the transparent hatter, and the Cheshire (laughs) Poonchkey. 
Oh, the Cheshire Putski. Well, and here's the best one of all. And even the Queen of Clown Cars. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Would that be Ann Coulter or Kellyanne Conway? So, oh, they would be co-queens. Co-queens? All right. Co-queens. Uh, Co-queens. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately, Alice's adventures come to a spicy end. Uh, when Alice awakens from her latke or latte. So <laughs> there we go. That was good. I, I, I really like queen of the clown cars band name and, uh, magic pierogi also band name. <laughs> That's good. Or uh, when she skis down a freaky hole, I think I use, I use the word freaky twice accidentally. And I also use another word, uh, sorbet. I use that twice. I'm sorry, guys. I'm only human. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, good, pretty good. Mad libs, not bad. No, it's it's always a gamble. It is. It was a nice time. It was a nice time you for everyone. Put your money down and you spin the wheel and see what happens. Sure. <laughs> it was a fun sexy time uh in certain parts of the world rain for sure when they talk about you know magic pierogies that is definitely a fun sexy what a time. fun sexy time for you yeah uh so anyway let's go ahead and wrap things up right now so we can get to the tim carmel show and hear the best of the clown car after this everybody oh um oh. yeah very exciting uh so rain would you like to go first with parting shots I really don't have a parting shot. All right. Well, so I'll tell you what. Hold done. on. Let let Joe do his parting shot. And then if you got something okay. you, you want to say, because that's usually how it okay. works. You're like, oh, hold on. All right. Yeah. So, Joe, what's your parting shot? Well, <clears throat> I don't know how to take this, but uh, the Washington Post is reporting tonight that uh, the special counsel informed Trump's attorneys last month that he... He's continuing to investigate the president, but did not consider him a criminal target at this point. But he is a subject of the investigation. Mm. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, I, I don't really even know what it means either. Um, a subject is somebody who's under investigation, which he is. So he... But they said he is not currently, not currently a criminal target. I would just throw that out there. There we go. It's there we go. Breaking news here at the uh, Washington Post, and uh, right now on uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, Mueller told Trump's lawyers that the president's under investigation, but not currently a target. Now, a target is defined as someone who is going to be indicted. Hmm. Okay. A subject is somebody who's under investigation and could be indicted, but there hasn't been enough evidence yet. Well, yeah, and let's hope. Let's hope it, it happens. And they want to talk to him. That's why they want to talk to him. Yeah. And he's going to he's preparing a report about the president's actions while in office and possible obstruction of justice. So okay. I don't know. I don't know what this all means. It's uh, does this mean that he's not going to charge him with anything, or I don't know. 
but that's what the Washington Post is reporting tonight. Wow. All right. Uh, so, Rain, what do you say? You got anything uh, to add? Nope. All right. Well, uh, I know we didn't really mention it tonight. Uh, there was a um, somebody who decided to pop into the chat room earlier and leave in the first hour who made some jokes about it, but I didn't acknowledge that. Uh, there was a, a, a woman that went into YouTube's headquarters uh, and shot three people and then, I believe, killed herself. Um. Uh, there's not yeah. a lot of details. There's not a lot of details, uh, right now. Uh, but the one interesting bit of information I found out is that Zuckerberg has a hospital named after him. What? The gunshot victims were taken to Zuckerberg, San Francisco general hospital. The only level uh, one trauma center in San Francisco. Um, yeah, it wasn't Sil Silicon Valley, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the you know three people were injured and the gunwoman uh, killed herself. Uh, she was described as a, a white woman with a headscarf and a dark top. Um, uh, but yeah, so and there's no information about her release yet. We didn't mention it, but you know there's been so much shit like this lately. Um, I honestly didn't feel like talking about it, uh, and yeah. So, uh, uh, other than that, uh, everybody, uh, please stick around for, uh, uh, the next edition Friday, uh, turn out the night with Kenny pick. We'll be back on Friday, 7 PM. Uh, rain will be off, uh, from resistor sisters tomorrow, but, uh, Caitlin, Chris will be subbing for you. And I believe, uh, there will one, at least one of the topics tomorrow is going to be about, uh, that crazy sex cult that just got busted uh, with uh, Allison Mack from Smallville being involved. I don't know if you guys have seen this thing, but it's fucking crazy. And uh, yeah, so Susan will be talking about that uh, with Heidi and Caitlin Chris, among other things. And uh, if you're going to say something, Susan, say it now, because we've got to wrap it up. Free Allison. She's totally innocent. Uh, why would you say that? You don't know anything. Charges haven't even been filed against her. She loves Smallville, so she's kind of upset that somebody was implicated from that show. Uh, but mm. it looks like she was actually uh, luring people in to be sex slaves, so I have no pity for her. Uh, so anyway, um, other than that, yeah, check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. 30 Days in the Hole is coming up soon <laughs> for, uh, uh, Vanderplutz or whatever, Vanderplots, <laughs> Vanderplots, I think that's his name, uh, or Vandersharts, I don't know. But yeah, 30 Days in the Hole from Humble Pie coming up after the doors when this show wraps. And then of course the Tim Coromel show, you don't want to miss any of it. We'll be back on Friday. Have a lovely evening. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Tip top shape. We call it sometimes tippy-top shape. Yeah!